they sound that way. Like, there's actually a video where a girl does every, a British girl does every British accent. And it's. Has anyone ever done that for America? Because I think it's fascinating. Yes. Yes. They, they, like, Even in West Virginia. Like, yeah, we, we don't we don't have a classical we don't have a classical southern accent. No, I noticed uh, yesterday l- watching the video of myself when I got home and I was taking shit. I still have a little bit of one. It depends Sometimes on where when I go. I'm talking fast, yeah, that's, it's still there. But it, there's the there's a dozen different accents just within forty five minutes of here. Yeah. Honestly, right. the stupid. the valley accent is a little bit different. Hey man, what's going on? Yeah, the the accent up on the plateau is like, well, that's part of the, their uppiness. But ours is <laughs> the, the valley. What's funny is I don't I don't know what that accent. Like everybody talks about it, I don't feel like I had. My it. cousin Drew had it hard. So the, did Krista Moore. The valley accent like, is has a little bit of black dude. Too. Yes, it does. Yeah, we got a little bit of a black dude. In well, because we have a more mixed culture now. Yeah, I mean, because we have more black people. Yeah. You were there yesterday. <laughs> not one no, Not a one And I wanted to mention I was it. like It's like wow <laughs> Uber liberal city huh You fucks eh, it's not I wanted to mention it so bad <laughs> No they give should've, the appearance I of definitely should have Now that I think about it eh, It's just the The groups that come out To those types of events Right well that's fair My mom says They're all the ones That drive Subarus <laughs> She's actually a Subaru <laughs> Not wrong The street was lined With Subarus <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I could not get my Fucking little Shit can Toyota In any place Anyway, we're we're starting without John. Um, I mean, it's weird. He's not here. Sometimes people be late. Yeah, like I was yesterday. How late were you? I think you'd just gotten into the first song. Yeah, you, he showed up pretty quick. I mean, I saw you right after I played the first song. So, I, Well, you weren't looking at me, and you finished that song. I was standing there. I, was, I saw the song. <laughs> So. I just envision you like back. getting trying to get right in the vision in, in the center of his vision. Uh, uh, we got some bad news. We seem to have a um, a death touch. Who died? Well, it's, it's, it's no great loss to society. That's for sure. You shut your mouth and you shut it now, and you shut it good. Who are you guys as, talking about? It seems as though Fed Smoker has passed away. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, who could have seen that one coming? I mean, I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. He lived hard. He lived fast. He <laughs> did, well, he was feathering it, brother. Yeah, he was feathering it. Oh my God. What do they say on Blade Runner? The flame that burns twice as hot burns, burns half as long. Yes. So, sure. And he burned, and as he, burned, and as he told Rutger Hauer, you have burned so brightly indeed, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> is he really dead though? I read that he's like faked dude, his death. More I mean, than once. his car is is being filmed. The story makes no sense. They're like he was on his way to like somewhere. Well, he, he was he was going to bust some dirty cops is what he was going to do. Well, he's yeah, gonna, he was going to fo- go uh, smoke, smoke some feds. <laughs> but he had a heart attack. But then they found him face down on the ground, like on the side of the road. You seem no, to have they, done a lot more sleuthing than I have. They're not too sure that sleuthing. <laughs> what, what it is is there's a picture of a guy that's face down. You've engaged like, in oh, some skullduggery. Did I you kill Fed Smoker? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where I was last week. <laughs> have you seen his car? Oh yeah, we forgot. You're dead. I'm dead. You, is this? Is she part of the uh, the Assassin Squad from uh, Kill Bill? What yeah. would be your code name? Oh no, I got to come up with a good one. Giant honkers. Those are. <laughs> <laughs> Double headed cobra. There's people out there that think I'm not famous. Do you think Fed I'm smoker. famous? Well, in a nice, see his car. Nice infamous. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they, they call me beyond uh, legends and myths back home. <laughs> the herker, yeah, the herkster. Yeah. I don't know what it is about this car. car. It hits a nerve, man. I feel is like that smashed? Is a real brother? fucking window smashed? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I no feel like if Alex me. Jones did some really hard drugs, this is what would happen. This is a, an alternate timeline. That's <laughs> <laughs> the multiverse. The uh, Alex Jones multiverse. That's a terrifying it. fucking the thought. Cancer awareness. We're shaving with pink this month, Americans. These fine ladies. You know, I sometimes wonder what these cops and people think when they walk up and see all this trash on my dash and all this shit. Blades and shit. <laughs> Blades. All over my car and trash everywhere. His accent is indeterminate. Thing here, man. I'll go we think he's it. in Arizona. This is the only thing we're keeping track of. Keeping it soft this month. On cushy stuff. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's tight. from there. His Three accent there. is meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Elena finally coming up with a title. Still running. <laughs> Who did it? Two hundred episodes later. <laughs> you exactly named quite a few. Exactly. I think you the came same. up with uh, Nabisco same, Heaven. Same, same. Didn't you come up with that one? Candy and violence. Huh? Come and ask you what the fuck you any month for you ladies. That was the second episode, wasn't it? It's got it? four Nabisco batteries in yeah, it. Yeah, it was. You know this so much better than I do. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. The Fed Smoker is gone, apparently. We R. don't R. know R. for sure. He's with Tupac. <laughs> yeah. so pretty good Kratom, as, as always. Pretty good Kratom, sir. With someone that we love, we always pay tribute. With a, a song that has a 15-hour ad before it. <laughs> so It's going to be a long episode today, if you'll excuse us. This is what did he know on Hillary Clinton? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I make that joke every time, and people have started stealing it. Of course, I stole it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, Fed still, Smoker. Still a good joke. R.I.P. Rest in power. Rest in peace and power. How do I say <laughs> <goodbye laughs> to we have this had a fucking ad in front of it. I mean, Kobe Bryant just died. Good Same. call. <laughs> Google's got to monetize that shit. Man, you're all over it today. I thought we'd get to zero. Keep feathering in heaven, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ta there, retard. <laughs> Damn it, it was right there. Damn it. I don't know. These boys can sing. I'm still laughing over his accent is mad. That's pretty fucking good. Well, it is. <laughs> Everybody who smokes meth, it's kind of from the same area yeah. when it's said and done. Marmot. Yeah. The Marmot accent. They meet in the Yonderlands. Shwamo, <laughs> tis I, the prince of podcasting, the sultan of sadness, the fiend of fed smoking, <laughs> godfather of gash. Episode 252 of Pillowfort Radio. God damn it. So hard. It'll be all right. 
There'll be another. We will press on. There'll be another internet psycho pop up soon. <laughs> Every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there are so many. Ah, funny where that came from. We barely even started exploring his catalog. <laughs> like he he would upload well like hundreds the, of videos like a day. The marrying the fart guy. Him. <laughs> I said that before that video. You did not. Yes, he did. Yes, I did. You said that way before. White man, I want to marry your farts. <laughs> yeah, you said that way before. That's why we brought that on the show. Oh God, it was so weird. It's such a strange. Please let me marry you. It was like he was. He was like he was the, crying. He was, <laughs> he was like the Hurley boy about marrying farts. The <laughs> <laughs> Hurley boy is a deep pull, but we referenced it yesterday yes, before the did. show. Do you think that's a work? The Hurley boy or the no, Mary and the, the fart boy? The Mary and the fart boy. No, he actually went on to do gay porn yep. with people farting in his face. Oh, yep. okay. Well, definitely not then. He's just really into it. Yeah. But he's still at Pillow Fort Radio. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, uh, he's just one pillow in the fort. <laughs> As that always. gives everyone pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I'm joined by the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Canwall River. That's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. He's the uh, the uh, the vanilla gorilla. The um, There's multiple things we can call you. Um <laughs> An asshole. <laughs> um, ah, I'm just so taken aback by the death of the Fed smoker. I know. The Herkster. It's really thrown. Herk Diddy. Herk. It's thrown you off. And as always, uh, the Baroness of Breasticles, Elena, and Kid Crimson. Yes. <laughs> Aaron is here. John will probably be here at some point. We're starting without him. He gets a little miffed when we do that, but what are we supposed to do? Well, what are we supposed to do? What do we have to lose? What? Do that was the most racist shit ever when he was talking to black people. Your schools are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> was just like, what the fuck? He tells it how it is, you know? In his defense. There's all, that racism with it. All schools are terrible. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's true. No, my daughter's school is great. Mm, no, it's you. great. It's really great. It's it probably looks great, but they're probably not learning much. They've been lear- learning to memorize and regurgitate. Well, fuck. I mean, that's the system we're in. Well, what then, are you going to do? It's nobody's fault. I mean, it is. It's lots of people's fault. It's not our fault. I mean, yeah, we didn't do it. I mean, it was, I, I don't need them to study theoretical physics. I we just can't need fix to... it. Especially not today. And she has more. She has probably some, not tomorrow. She has so much opportunity. I mean, it's just doubtful of next week. <laughs> it's, it's not going to get fixed. <laughs> no. no. We really need a Joker type character to come in and <laughs> clean the city. It's true. Find myself. I watched the Dark Knight. I started it last night, and then I started it again. This, it would uh, be exhausting. It back to be up. that crazy. It would be exhausting. Oh, yeah. Exhausting. But we, I, I find myself rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's right. Yeah. I'm like this is all. Everything's fucked. Like we got this fucking Batman. You heard, you heard the theory that he, he was a uh, Iraq War soldier. I'm. It could be true. No, that's that that, that's a, that's a particular a valid character theory. Yeah, yeah. that uh, that uh, that's but why he said. Patton Oswalt bring that up. I don't know if he did or not, but I think it was just you know because somebody made the inference. Like he talked about a, uh, he said if he, if a gangbanger gets shot or a or a uh, armored caravan gets blown up, you know people don't bat an eye. You know, mm-hmm. and he's right. And they said that he was scarred on a roadside bomb and all kinds of shit. It made a lot of sense. I love those theories. Those theories are. Even if they're not true, it's like the thing I came up with John Wick being Johnny, Johnny Utah. That's a good fucking theory. It's fun. <laughs> you actually made it, wrote a nice little treatment for that, it's which actually, I probably still have. It's actually not bad what I wrote. Um, that might be the X Men one. That was that one. Oh, was you hand wrote garbage. it. Yeah, this is why you don't get through anything. <laughs> you need a computer. 
No, I was. I mean, I did I'm it kidding. at work. I was like, you know, so I, I could only do longhand. So, because your hands are so long, not really. I've got stubby. You know, hands, sometimes sometimes we go for things and they don't land. <laughs> <laughs> like I made the joke yesterday about the boomer bar while I was playing. Uh, I got twelve women pregnant there. None of, the, none of them came to term. <laughs> I laughed. People didn't like that there. (laughs) People didn't like that. I laughed. (laughs) No, this is the X Men one. This one was because there weren't eleven women at that bar. (laughs) They all look like Greg the Hammer Valentine. (laughs) God, that song's fun. I was. I laughed and almost made you some lose because I laughed so hard I was hitting my chair. (laughs) Um, No, this one was. um, This one started out okay, but it just it didn't. I don't remember if you read it, that on the it, show. It or did, not. and it didn't develop. Like it was. But I know not. you read the Johnny Utah to John Wick on the thing. Yeah, the the, the show. The was, essence of that one was like he. I was, got multiple letters, cards, people sending cards about it because we cards. still do that. Cards, wow. cards, and letters. That's really nice. Yeah. Now, if you guys never heard it, the essence of it was is that he, after he got out of the FBI, he like. No, he was on an FBI case. This is before he quit. And a group of Jamaican, uh, like, uh, no, Bob Sled team. This is the character from <laughs> Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, the Jamaican brought Bob Sled team. <laughs> murdered Tyler. <laughs> no, he was with Tyler from Point Break. And, like, they broke into his house because he was the, the head agent on the case. And they found it out and they killed her. So he goes on a fucking bloody John Wick style rampage. That's what I thought. <laughs> He's a secret Asian man. Secret so, no, he goes Asian on a, man. He goes on a bloody John Wick style rampage, kills them all. <laughs> and like he gets, he's dying because he's been shot up too. He doesn't have near the skill in, in that that he has, like being John Wick. <clears throat> so he's sitting there watching a candle burn and he thinks about a conversation him and Patrick Swayze's character had talking about the wick of the candle is, you know, it's going to get burned up. So he's just like looking at it. And then they ask him at the end, he's like, what's your name? And he doesn't want to tell him. He's like, John, John Wick. And that was the end of it. So mm-hmm. that was actually it was a candle flickering. Yeah, it was actually not bad. That's pretty cool. So, candle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> that was playing in his head the whole time. Yeah. He, was, he was surrounded by dead Jamaicans. John so. Candle. John Wax. John Candle like, Wax. Wait, what? John Waxman, attorney at law. <laughs> John John Lavender Breeze John Clean Lennon's Nice to meet you And they're like Wait are you sure And he goes You're right John Wick You want to rethink that one Are you sure That's your name Take two Take two John But the worst part About that is Is that the third movie The third movie Just blew that theory All to shit Because you found out He's actually a gypsy And you know I haven't seen the third one yet Bruh. It's it on it. fucking dope. It's on It's really good. Obviously, one the first one's the best one because yeah. it's it's more realistic. So much great motivation. You stomp my dog. And now yeah. there there are complications and repercussions. And where'd you get that car? <laughs> that Where'd you get that car? That was great. Yeah. Fucking John Wick was almost awesome. Get it out of here. <laughs> That's John Wick's car. <laughs> what the fuck? No, the best part was because you don't even know hardly anything about him at I that heard, point. I heard you struck my son. Yes, sir, I did. Can you tell me why? Well, because, sir, he he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and just hangs That's the so phone awesome. up. Like, doesn't, no more exp- explanation needed. What's the guy's name that runs the hotel? I fucking love him. Winston. Winston, the... Yeah. Uh, but what's the actor's name? Oh, uh, Ian McShane. Yes, Ian McShane. thank you. He's tremendous in I everything. Love him. Yeah, he's, he's really fucking good. I liked him. You know, he turned down a role on Game of Thrones. 
He then he and, came and back regretted later it to so bad that he did that he did his bit role. You know, I think what they were trying to cast him for was uh, the Blackfish. Brendan oh, Tully. he'd have been great, Brendan, Brendan Tully. So, oh, oh yeah, he would have been. Or great. it might have been Brian Cox who turned down that role. Oh, Brian Cox would have been, been a good too. one too. What? Because he actually looks like Brendan Tully. He Brian has the thick Cox. eyebrows and shit. Yeah, Brian Cox is super old. Have you seen um, uh, uh, Succession on HBO? No, I've seen like previews. Have you is seen the X Men movies? I've heard it's good. Some, I mean, I know a little bit about. He them. was the villain in the in the second one, I believe. I think I know. You. Older British guy, but he talks with an American accent. You know? Yeah, he was yeah. actually in Braveheart. He played uh, a very small bit part. He played when um, William Wallace's brother and father got killed. He was his uncle that came and picked him up. His name was Argyle, cool. which was a great fucking role, man. He did. It was it was such a small role, but he he had like a blind eye that been, he'd been cut with a weapon. I was like, this guy's the coolest fucking guy ever. It's like the Mr. Miyagi of Scotch people, Scott people, I guess. Who did Ian McShane play like as in? He was a uh, a ex soldier who became a Septon, and they were building a town, and then the was the Hound. Oh yeah, no the, shit! The Brotherhood okay. Without yeah. Banners came and now. killed him, and then the Hound was bargaining over which ones he's going to kill. Right. He's like, he's like, give me all three. We're going to hang. He's like. Two. Like, you can have one. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so so good. The last season just bums me out. Well, I know, but you can watch it. Again. It's I'm, still I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to start watching it again just because I love it. The last season is still good. It's just not what. <laughs> I just wish they you know, would. We needed well, it's like a good, another. It's a, it's a good ending, but it's. No, the, I'm fine with the ending. Yeah. It was like I'm. For, just, I'm. Just, I'm just disappointed that what they the, re- the reason they did it was because they were going to start doing Star Wars. So they rushed it. So they rushed it. Yeah. And then I think they got Star Wars taken away yeah, from them. Yeah, now they're not going Star Wars. <laughs> because it was so bad. I don't know it if that's so, the reason. No, it or... was so, so perceived as bad. Like, it was, okay. They perceived it as a- bad. Again, if you read. Star Wars fans are the worst. George R. R. Martin's books, that ending is totally apropos. Like, that, you know, he's doing those Adventures of Dunkin' Egg stories. That does not end well. Like, the guy, the, the main character who you fall in love with and the. You know, and the boy king die in a fucking fire. You know, so and they don't make any secret of that. It's the the disaster that happened at Summerhall. So we should have had more death in the last season. There was plenty of death. Oh, oh god, there was so plenty much death. more death mm, of main was characters. Was there enough death though? The uh, I didn't like the. I don't know the how much boy, more do you want? I didn't. Like the entire the, city of King's Landing got fucking burned. The yeah, Raven that was a good episode. The king. <laughs> Say that again, Aaron. I didn't like the Raven kid becoming king. That was I didn't. It just because it came out of that would have worked better in text. That would not have. That didn't work better. It just cinematically. It sort of so. came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came out of right field. Yeah, yeah. not Tyr- even left. Tyrion should have been king. I mean, I'm I would have okay been happy with, with it. I'm, I'm, you know, I, who should have been king? Jon Snow should have been king. Yeah. Yes. No, he's not suited. He wasn't. Well, that's the thing. King. He did what he did. What Jon Snow would do. Jon Snow exactly. didn't want it. That's that's. But he's the one. He's the man who should be king. But he. They did the exact right thing. And with when him. he writes he another s- series before he this, does, I quit. See you later. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. I'm going to go be with my redheaded friends in the woods. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Well, if, and if he writes a later timeline, I guarantee the name of that king, uh, name of John Snow, would be the king who wasn't. That's what they're going to say because everybody knows who he is. Yeah. You know, so it would be like he turned down, like, uh, uh, Master Amon. Master Amon was a was should have been a king, and he turned the crown down. He's just like I don't want it. You know, the Grandmeister with the eyes. Yes, the old man. He was so fun. Such a cute old that, man. That fucking ending of him is the same as it was in the book, where he he just basically sits up in bed, or no, he's laying there. And he's like, "Egg, I had a terrible dream. I was old. 
and I was cold and I couldn't get warm, and then he dies. Mm. That is the perfect George R. R. Martin ending to a character. Like, you know, I went down a rabbit hole. I, speaking of that, I kind of like the being pregnant and getting gashed open ending for a character. That was pretty. That's rough. That, that was yeah. but, um, <laughs> the red one. That didn't happen. Oh yeah, God damn. That was she, so good. <laughs> she's not. She's a character that was developed for the show for racial diversity, which I'm okay with. Racial Are diversity. <laughs> Attorney at law, she'd be like this. Rachel Diversity. Hi, I'm Rachel Diversity. There's an eagle behind Rachel her. Diversity, Attorney at law. She won't take no for it. You guys know? How, you guys know I wrote the Jan Dills uh, jingle. Did you? Yeah. Meet and the Danny Klein jingle. The Danny Klein is the way to go. Go three, four, you know what six, I wrote? Five, nine, the Nabisco jingle. It. Really? Nabisco ding. Yeah, I wrote. Um, I wrote. Uh, make a Geno's. Make a Geno's. We, <laughs> we make, make it pizzerific. Ding. <laughs> do they do? Is there a ding after that? Pretty sure. Yeah, there's got to be. I wrote the Ballards. Yeah, I was about to think theme, of the Ballards. Which is, you know, it's just a ripoff of. Uh, welcome, welcome, all of you. Glad that you are with us. I never heard that song. Shake hands, no need to be blue. Welcome to oh, you. That's the. It's the Duncan Trussell Family Hour theme song, and it's uh, also sung by. It's sung by um, the uh, Jim Jones yeah. cult kids. Oh, it's God. creepy. Yeah, it's awesome. I love how how he just took that. Yeah, how would they get that good of a recording in the late seventies too? Uh, it just it, like it is pretty good recording. Yeah, B A W L. You just take things and you change them around, man. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, Weezer making a bunch of car songs and just. It's the killer. Right. It's the killers making a bunch Still of great. car songs. Yes, the killers. I'm fine with it. I love the killers. I'm I fine love with the killers. It. The killers great. are fucking dope. I get that man, the really man good. song stuck in my head all the time. Let me, let me fucking play that real quick because so yeah, I remember you mentioned me. I just I'll be at work. Kind of reminded like, me of uh, money in the bank. You said it kind of reminds <laughs> you of the new Pearl Jam song. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you heard that song? No. It's. Just you're a you're fun going to you're love about it. to. So good. <laughs> you're you're actually you're legitimately going to love it's it. It's just a fun song. It's a great song. And it's just a, it's sort of a rock and roll song about a guy bragging about himself like yeah. a like a rap song. He's kind of making fun of Neat. himself. Yeah, he's definitely making fun of himself. Yeah. And of course there's a giant ad at the beginning well, of it. It's a good song. Have you have you had double ad yet? Double, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they double them up now. You got two commercials before your video. Oh god, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to legitimately this love this song. Fun. The video's fun too. Being a white man, I'm predetermined to liking killers anyway. That's <laughs> true. I like it already. Uh. I knew he was going to do that. It slaps. <laughs> it slaps. Yeah, it's such a good song. I want to enter a room like that. Everyone does. <laughs> and Brandon Flowers is so pretty. He is. Is that the lead singer? Yeah. Jack. Their music sounds like Las Vegas because they're from Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it does. yeah you're right. It's fucking great. That's in good shape. Yeah. Here comes, yeah. I got gas in the tank. 
Yeah, I love it. It's looking great. That's one of those songs I'm going to wear the fuck out of. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's, you got to strut to it if you hear it when you're walking. Hey, you have to. I'm going to put that on. That's going to help me go into work today. I'm going to throw it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, talking about him being in shape. I think it really, like, being in better shape has helped me become better at singing and stuff. Sure. Like, I know how to breathe better from mm-hmm. the yoga and everything. Because I, pl- I started off with the... I had um, extra time, so I played two extra songs. Yeah. I started off with the Neil Young song, and I haven't played it in years. I don't think I've played it in years. But uh, what, are you, what are you pointing at? Baxter, I think, hurt John. But um, Sorry. I'm- I um, That when it gets to the chorus, like, it's really, really high, and I usually have trouble hitting it. I had absolutely zero problem hitting it. Was it. Good. it was good. It was really, I was actually surprised about I that. I was like, oh, oh, shit. It's I, didn't know you, I, I, I knew you could sing, but I didn't know you had so much range. Oh, so. Oh, that is. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm, oh, dad. Oh, dad's got that range. I got some range, son. <laughs> I got that Chris Cornell range. No, I I'm not that good. But I, but it, I, whenever I hit the, oh, like, I was like, oh, shit. I can do things that I wasn't able to do before. Mm-hmm. So now I can actually expand the fucking fretboard where I write my songs from. Usually I stay in the open chord EG range. Yeah. And uh, now I can actually go a little higher now. And I could do what the Beatles used to do is they'll play things like on the Twist and Shout. Yes. They played that a step up from John's comfortable range so it would break his voice up whenever he sang it. So it would sound awesome. Yeah. And it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. So I can start doing shit like that. Nobody's going to listen. I thought Paul sang that one. No, that's a John. Huh. Yeah. Paul had a has a natural... He's probably the best singer. He's the, he's, he's the best buttery, musician. Buttery he, voice. Paul might be the best musician to ever live. Yeah. I mean... That's a strong statement. He's my least favorite. Mozart? Beetle. I mean... <laughs> well... Uh, rock and roll musician. <laughs> he could play... Jesus Christ. I didn't know we were expanding the fucking umbrella. <laughs> I'm just... Come on. Rock musician, you're right. Carol Robertson? Carol Roberson? No, uh, no. He's a gospel singer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's there's some legitimately talented people in uh, This is one of those guys that like plays a soundtrack and sings to the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was going to say before that song. Squire Parsons? It's <laughs> another gospel singer. I know Squire Parsons very well. Um, okay. I want to rabbit hole Rainbow. on YouTube. Like all the, you know, it's top 10 list, but then I went through this whole thing with the subplots that Martin would weave <clears> into <throat> Game of Thrones are it's a story in itself. Like you write your own book about it. Like one of the things was you guys remember from the show, they tried to figure out who John's mother was, you know, but then there were theories about who Ned had impregnated, you know? So it was a theory that the, one of the first theories was it was Asha Dane, um, not Asha Dane. Uh, she was a Dane. I can't remember her first name right now. Dane Judy Ashara, Dench. Ashara Dane. And who are the? Who's that? I don't. Okay, well, you know when they were at the fight of the tower where they were where he where Leanna was having the baby. Yeah. Okay. One of the knights was called Sir Arthur Dane. He's a sword of the morning. He was a guy fighting with two swords who killed. He had virtually killed almost all of them. <laughs> and Ned was he would have slaughtered. Ned. I don't think she was in the show, was she? No, she wasn't. Okay. But what happened was to make a long story short, too late. Um. She had fallen in love. The, the, the repercussions for people being loyalists to the, over Ned and taking the baby or whatever. And she moved north with Howland Reed and became his wife under an, under an assumed name. And Ned 
that's another secret that Ned took to his grave. He he never told. He, well, he could be such an asshole, you know, yeah. and was and his his fear of the Targaryens was so deep reaching that he man, a lot of the loyalists did not make it out. Like he was, you know, they were not extinguished, but they were brought to their knees and all kinds of shit. But anyway. I mean, it was it was a really good thing, and this guy had detailed the whole thing. I was like, man, this guy's more into Game of Thrones than I am, and that's hard to be. So, <laughs> well, that's how I like kept up and learned the names and stuff. In the first two seasons of me watching it, yeah, was going to the gym with you, yeah, <laughs> and then you. Well, and I love to talk about it because it's like as as a somebody who's aspiring to be a writer, the intricacy is. And the way he develops characters You know people talk shit about him not finishing the book Shut the fuck up go back and read them again They're worth another read and wait for the next book To come out you mean so It's so hard for me to To stick with uh, One of those books They're just too they descriptive That's too much. Could you do um, audio books For him I probably could But you gotta pay for that and stuff I mean <sighs> I think you can audible it I think you, there's an audible add on to Amazon because hmm. I think Amazon owns them now. They do. I think there's. I got to look into this. Because I would. You drive would, a lot at work. Yeah, you could I just would, have that some bitch blasting while you're driving around. You book the shit out of it. You can cliff notes it. You can get on any. Any. Yeah, just read the back of the book. Cliff notes. <laughs> just read the back of it. Like they, I used to do for book reports. They actually do have those. For I like, know. For, you know, but. And that book will eventually be taught in literature. I mean, there's a new service uh, streaming service thing now that um, lets you watch seasons of shows. Um, abbreviated where they just abbreviate everything down to like three minutes, three minutes per episode. That's really cool. That is yeah, cool. But All the pertinent information. As, as it's bad. I know, right? I, I can't sit around. I, I wanted to get into this. My whole, I had a comedy bit I wrote down. That's actually good about how lazy human beings are, but that really fits into it. The fact that we can't even watch something that's pleasant where we're sitting on our ass because it's too much effort. Well, um, that's fucking crazy. Bill Maher was on Rogan talking about like, why are our, is Americans, uh, attention span either 30 seconds or three hours. He's like, you have the most popular podcast in the world. Routinely, you go over two and a half, three hours. Mm. It's hard to get somebody to watch a two-minute video about something important. Well, shit, and that's a lightweight. Dan Carlin goes five. five. Yeah. yeah. You know, so and, and people are obviously listening to it because it's a popular one. You know, so, But he also only does one every six months. God, I know. It's so, I still haven't finished uh, Blueprint for Armageddon. It's, it's driving me crazy. Because <laughs> I fucking out now. love it. Yeah, it's insane how... I'm, I'm the same way. I will listen to every second of every Rogan episode that comes out, and then um, if there's an ad before a video about something in the news, I'll just, I, I, I don't need to know <laughs> that. Chuck will tell me about it. <laughs> Fair. I think it's hard to decipher like what's legitimate, though, in terms of like news. I just don't like watching news. I, 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 I like it's just local sound news. Bites. I've actually been. I've actually been purposely like when I when I go to the reflex of YouTube and gonna get outraged. I've actually been forcing myself. I'm not watching that, and I close it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I don't. I, know I, shit. I just. I just I, learned I can't that Andy, be any Andrew more Yang upset about. Out. You know, well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like Andrew. Yang. I do too. I mean, he was. He's extremely like charismatic and funny. I'm just funny. so uninterested this year. It's weird. I'm just so disconnected. Got, I don't give a shit. Everybody's got Trump exhaustion syndrome where it's just, I don't want to hear anything more. I'm exhausted by all of it. I know, but I'm saying that he's a he's a major part of it. He's such a fucking piece of shit that you just can't, I, I really can't get mad over it anymore. Like people were asking me the other day at work to try, throw a Trump thing out. And I just looked at him and said, I don't care. And they were just, oh, you don't? And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I don't want to talk about do it. it. I don't give a fuck. I said, we're all fucked. If you think that anybody's on your side, you're stupid. And I ended it with that. You know, so it's like, you know, I don't know, man. 
I just got a text from John. <clears throat> I just woke up. Oh. I said, uh, we'll probably be done by the time you get here. He said he forgot what day it was. So I'm not sure he's going to be on this episode. It's okay. Huh. I was, I was actually <laughs> kind of, because he's, even he's late, he always comes. So I was wondering if he was all right. Might have had a, had a late night up giving the old lady the D. Neat. You know what I'm saying? Good for you, John. Just dicking her down. Banging one out. Yeah, just really ripping into it. Really sharing love. Really grinding that peanut butter sandwich right in her vagina. Yeah, that's that's part of the thing now, I bet. Yeah, that's part there. of the thing. Gosh darn, you guys want to do favorite things? Sure. If all three of your favorite things isn't me playing, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ruined that. <laughs> Shit, now I got to talk about that. No. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do plenty of talking about it. <laughs> Now there's an ad in front of this. Fucking Adbusters is right, man. Raindrops on roses and whiskers, whiskers on, on kittens, titties. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Taters. Cream colored ponies. All right, the, one of the first ones was I was thinking about the. Uh, the diet, the sixteen eight. I was thinking intermittent feasting. Yes, fasting. I wish it was feasting. I wish it was sixteen hours of eating and then eight hours of not. Actually, but, I do. Uh, I, I with the intermittent thing, I do end up throwing down at least once a day. So, oh, I I got a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken yesterday. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, <laughs> and I fucking smashed. Is that what you did after you left the gross? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, that's great. He sent us pictures. <laughs> oh, how come I didn't get a picture? I don't because I didn't think you heard me say it, or I thought I didn't know you. That's where you were going. Well, no, but I was telling them, and Elena laughed like it was a joke. I was like, "No, I wasn't joking." Did you get the, ten, the ten piece bucket. No, yes. I believed you. Do you go? Is it legs and thighs? Do you do legs yes. and thighs? Fuck yeah, that's dude. the only way that's to go. Way. Yeah, I mean, keep your stupid shitty breast. Yeah, it's dry and shit. I like I'll, titties on that, women. I'll yeah, take the too. skin off that breast. I uh, will take the give, uh, yeah. yeah just, Can I just order a bucket of breast skin? <laughs> They, they wouldn't bad enough. They like, need yes. to make that a thing. They're like, absolutely, <laughs> sir. You're a hero. I like the cut of your jib, sir. <laughs> How was your uh, KFC? It was a. You know, sometimes you'll get a bum bucket. It's still good, but it's fine. Um, this one was tremendous. Like I had it work with me, and I had the illusion. I was like, well, I think I'm just going to fast day and not eat. Um. <laughs> I was at work for like 20 minutes like, fuck that. I grabbed like three fucking thighs and tossed them down my fucking gullet. It was great. Mm. Bones and all. Bones and all. I'll carry in like five thighs for uh, my eating at work, and I end up eating them before lunch. And they're just the best. Um, But I was thinking, you know, that's more of a natural thing than than the way we eat. Because I was thinking, all right, ancient human beings, which you should base everything off of. Um, Should we? Yes. I mean, why not? I mean, that's the natural. That's the natural way humans developed. So those rhythms are still going to be with us. Yeah, but we got computers and shit now too. That doesn't change what I we think, are biologically. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just like we it's face going a lot to. of. Yeah, one day it eventually will. it will. Yeah, it's already started. Yeah, but anyway. Um, and I said breakfast is a modern I said white modern people construct But I get sick of that Oh is this your breakfast rant with yes. Frampton I love it So I said ancient human beings Didn't wake up to eat breakfast To start their day They woke up Stretched the old caveman muscles out And then went to go kill something to eat It wasn't food to start your day It was murder Yes So then You had to cram your gob full of dripping red meat What did you write this on? 
I sent this to Andy, and I was oh, going okay. to try to copy it. And, but okay. um, I said, then you had to cram your gob full of dripping red meat because the lions and tigers and bears, oh my, were waiting in the weeds to eat both what you had just caught and you. So imagine describing breakfast to ancient human beings. They're like, wait, we have food on hand? Then why the fuck are we getting up? You know, let's eat what we have on hand so we don't have to run down and kill something and risk getting killed. That's why people are fat and lazy, because that's what you're genetically, you're biologically programmed to do. You know, if you have food on hand, you do not want to go get food. And the hunt burns up so many calories that, and you are not going to be successful. Uh, Elena. 40% of the time, you know, so, or no, you're not going to be successful 60% of the time. Because as good as hunters, ancient human beings were, they hardly ever succeeded. So sometimes you're just going to have to eat grass. Sometimes you're just going to go hungry. So you're going to be consuming your fat stories. And that's why ancient human beings were jacked and mm-hmm. fucking strong and all that shit. All the time in ketosis. Yes. Yeah, they were just ketoing it up. And, and, they, and that's Making why I was just chaffles, like, you know. Talking to their friends. <laughs> 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 Fighting vegans. They had their blood cappuccinos. Uh, you know how long vegans bl- lasted then? <laughs> Not long. <laughs> that was, see, that's the dumbest No, there was thing. like one annoying and I, one. And I, hate, <laughs> have, I hate having arguments with people about this. Who's arguing with you about this? When I do have arguments in with real life. About, I mean, in real life, yeah. there no, lots of- nobody in a long time. Okay. But when I did have the discussion why I eat meat, and then they would try to shame me, well, that's an animal's life. I was like, yeah, that's what, Someone I'm, around su- here? That's what I'm supposed to do. Like yeah, around here. a friend here? of mine, yeah. Okay. I've not really met like an aggressive vegan in West Virginia. No, this guy was, I mean, and the thing about it was we'd be working. I worked with him at, at Tudors. He's a good guy. I really like him, but he was a. He worked. Uh, okay. But he was a. I remember this guy. He was a nice kid. Yeah. But he was a good a, kid. An aggressive hippie. He was know. the first, uh, ve- the, the first uh, Kratom hookup we had. Yes, we? it was, as a matter of fact. And um, he. Was felt bad one day, like tired and shit. I was, and I just looked at him, and I said, "It's because you don't eat meat." And he got an annoyed look on his face, but he was feeling so bad that he said, "Well, I'm going to try it." And he eat he ate sausage and shit. He was zipping around there. I was like, "See, you should be fucking eating it." And he said, "So he was vegetarian." Yes. Okay. And he would eat. Like he would eat potatoes and how long and, and had tortilla. he been vegetarian? A long time. And really? he had a he had a pot belly and all kinds of stuff. And I was just like, "You're not healthy, dude." It's like you're my buddy, and I hate to tell you this, but you are not healthy. And and vegetarians, in large part, are not healthy. Well, so, a lot of them eat the fuck out of potato chips, and yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I you can be vegetarian and eat ho hos. Yes. yes. Now you have the exception to the rule, like I, like I said, like Bill Pearl. Bill Pearl was an absolute down the line vegan, like in the '60s, and he was a bodybuilder. He was a Native American, and he was jacked. Like he was. That's the guy I told you who could tear fucking license plates in half. He's a fucking. I think that's was, necessary. <laughs> a weird skill to have. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Pepitone's vegetarian and he's fat as fuck. Yeah, he's vegetarian. Pete Holmes. Yeah. Pete Holmes is vegan and he's fat as fuck. Yeah, well, tough. I'm saying they develop no muscle mass, so why wouldn't they be fat? Just feel like I mean, it's a sad way to live life. Exactly. I mean this this whole carnivore thing. I could be vegetarian, I think, not vegan. Because vegetarian, you can still rock out on some eggs. And you can. Um, I, mean, I don't fish. Fish. want to. to fish. You're allowed to eat fish because yeah, fish don't fish. have feelings. Yeah, fish are gross. They look gross. They're not cute. Fuck fish. They deserve to fish die. can fuck catch them. this fade if they want it. Yeah. Fuck the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Swim up the stream into my mouth, you fuck. Well, they're not. They're going away. It's fucking white people. Salmon are all dying. Yeah, we're like overfishing them. It's it's and tuna. It's becoming well, a real problem. Well, tuna's always been overfished. 
It's because people love sushi. I I like you some fucking tuna. I'm actually love sushi. Yeah, me too. But I'm I'm such a contributor to that because I eat so much fucking tuna. Like canned tuna. Yes. Yeah, it's it's good shit. It's it's cheap, and I said. Uh, one can of tuna is twenty five grams of protein. Yeah, it's a Hell, bit. if you get an if you get an off brand, it's actually more protein. Hmm. A brand I got at fucking uh, Family Dollar was thirty grams mm. per fucking Jeez. can. That's almost as much as a fucking steak, you know. So, mm. and with and half the serving. So I can't afford not to eat it. Do you like sardines? Never actually had them. I'm sure I would. Okay. I never have really met a meat I didn't like. like well, sardines are definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about dick. I wasn't. <laughs> I was. Kidding. Anyway. No, I've just I've never really met like real vegans around here. It well, seems like a myth in California. On his on his Facebook though, I got into an argument with one of them, and they were saying, you know, talking shit about, and I and I and, and they hate it when you throw up facts. Like I said, dropping truth I said, bombs. I said vegetarian is worse for the planet. So how do you figure? I said the soil's dead, and I kept on throwing shit at him, and it made him so mad. They're just like you're just talking down to us. I said no, I'm presenting you with facts. And was this? Uh, did you did were you privy to the information that plants defend themselves at that time? Yes, actually, I said that too. Yeah, they. I changed said, I said their they feel pain. They and and he rolled his eyes. I told him that one time at work, and he rolled his eyes. I said so. You're, you know, it's one form of life. You're killing something, no matter how you slice it. So might as well just and I, and, I, yeah, and, yeah. and again, I think that animals should be humanely raised and all that stuff. I think that's a thing. I would rather eat wild meat than anything else, but I can't really get it. So I go have to hunt. eat, and and I'm poor, so I have to go. Eat, I have to get what I can get. So go hunt, become a hunter. I I would take that way too far. Yeah, I think you all know I would do. that. I think it'd be kind of fun. It'd be kind of a cool, weird twist in your life. But that would be I'd a really great thing to get obsessed with, though. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And I know I would be really good at it. Like, because anything I, I know, really maybe. apply myself to it, to I usually am good at it. So. It would take years, but eventually you probably would get really good at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not saying not right off the bat. Yeah, not right off the bat. Everybody's gonna suck at it right off the bat. But actually, I am a good shot. Like my hand-eye coordination is really good. You should so. do like an, a bow and arrow, a recurve. You should don't be you a should pussy. hunt with a spear. Yeah. Okay. Not okay. a recur- the one that yeah, you you create yourself because you're wanting yeah, to be a blacksmith. I could be, I could be a blacksmith that creates his own weapons. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you wanted, to, you wanted to get into blacksmithing anyway. Yeah, yeah, I did. That'd be all. I'm sorry, African-American smithing. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 rude. <laughs> no, but uh, that's... I actually thought... I, 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 was, I was thinking that was a Bill Burbit. It does sound like a Bill Burbit. You know, if you read it in his voice, it's shit he would say, especially stretching the old caveman muscles out. You know, all that yeah. shit. So um, that was a favorite thing. Then I'm almost done with um, The Name of the Wind. This is the Patrick Rothfuss book I keep on sending quotes from. Dude, that man, he fucking kills it. Like, it's it's like somebody took Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, and, you know, even some Tad Williams and threw it in together in a blender, and it came out great. It's like, it's the Duffer Brothers of Fantasy. Like, because he's, he's in a wizarding academy kind of. That's like Hogwarts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Only it's not kids, you know, and, and the stakes are way higher. You know, if you fuck up this place, you die. They raise the stakes. <laughs> the stakes have never been higher. God, I wish you'd fucking croak. But, um, <laughs> Don't you talk about our president that way. Uh, but um, We're sorry, Mr. President. <laughs> um, I, I, I love the book. Um, 
I can tell it's not going to end well because he's in love with this woman and it's just it's a tragic love story written all over it. So Is she a crazy bitch? But she fucks so good he's on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the band he's in. He, actually there's a big musical component to it too. Like cause he plays a Man, this book has everything. He plays a harp and he's like he does these songs that are like almost impossible to do. And he was he was really poor as a kid. Like his his parents got murdered in the first part of the book. What's the book called again? I'm sorry. Name of the Wind. Okay. By Patrick Roth. Okay. And um, she's like the wind. <laughs> that was in my head. Please too. play that. <laughs> yes, ah! my favorite song. I don't know. It's, it's over. To me. Break me down. You got a lovely face. I'd like it if all the rednecks didn't like it. Uh, no, I wouldn't like it. But I mean, I like the guitar sound and I like the riff and everything. I think the guy has a good voice. But it's sleaze rock. That's all. Yeah, it's is. it's fucking gob rock. It's sold, I guess. It worked fine. Oh, did, did they have any other hits? Yeah, yeah. a couple. Had a few. Did they? This came out like I think I was in the one about cocaine. School. If you're gonna, say, I, I hate that shit. Like I, I can you see hate cocaine. No. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> what Rick James says. <laughs> But um, but then there's that book, and then I've actually almost I'm about halfway through uh, Years of Rice and Salt. Have I told you about this one? No, I don't. I don't it's a theoretical this. history. What if the Black Death had killed pretty much all white people, hmm. all Europeans? Racist. So, <laughs> so what happens was the Native American. There's a couple, well, worldwide repercussions. Of course, there's no Roman Empire. All the Romans are dead. So the empire that fills the vacuum. When was the Black Death? The uh. 1300s, I think. Okay. So there's no, you know, there's no Europeans conquest. So there's going to be a conquest vacuum. I mean, that's just the way people are, no matter what race you are. Right. So the Chinese fill it. Ooh. And then the Arabs fill it. The Chinese are terrifying because they make everybody eunuchs. They have a eunuch culture. Like where only the select few are allowed to Do keep, you mean unique? Keep, <laughs> <laughs> Only the select few are allowed to keep their dicks So they're going around making eunuchs out of everybody Do they cut off the dicks too or just the nuts? Both <clears throat> Dick and balls So A whole bunch of freaking freaking. It's uh, not, Dude it's crazy Like you go to that part of the book Matt Pinfield's what running around <laughs> Oh you mean like Varys? Yeah um, One of the coolest storylines is The Native Americans were left to develop without interference so they develop into a giant nation, of course. And then the Chinese colonize from the West Coast instead of coming from the East. So they have a clash. And then they're, the Chinese overrun Japan and push them out. So there's a Japanese diaspora. One of the coolest parts of the book is there's a, a samurai who fled, who came here and was living with a Native American tribe, teaching him how to fight with the sword and shit. So it's a good fucking book, man. I mean, it's not, you know... There's a lot of Buddhist overtones and stuff to it. It's it's really intricate and all that stuff, and but I I really like it. And that's pretty much you know, the workout today was a favorite thing. That was that shit was fucking hard. What workout did you do today? I did what I usually do. Only I did like tried to do 15 reps and went you know backed off the weight. And I mean you can ask them. I'm fucking mo pissing and moaning the whole fucking time. Mm. It was fucking hard. Like it was because your muscles get so full and you can't move them anymore. So, you know, that's when you know muscle growth is happening. And then I just want to look at myself in the mirror. I mean, that's a valid thing. I mean, everybody wants to do that. I do it every day. It's weird. It's like, yeah. 
I mean, and my, like I was saying about Schwarzenegger, he looked like a regular guy. I'm almost like that too. When I get to the gym, I get twice the size I feel than I usually am. Like I'm, my arms are like this big yeah. when I'm in the gym. So it's, it's you know, and I'm that I'm confident in that I'm just like when I leave the gym, I look fucking gigantic. You know, I don't always look like that, and I wish that I had a different body type. I wish I could make that happen. So. You wish you were tall. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't care. Being tall is pretty neat. <laughs> Sorry. I like how that got Elena. <laughs> it caught her. Uh, that was funny. Anything that you cut- should love yourself the way you are. <laughs> Anything that cuts old Chuck down. Let's Elena not go was. there. No, that was funny. I'm sorry. Was if quite- you could pick a height, would you be like five eleven, six? I like being short. It's easier. To, I mean, for what I'm for, for what I'm going into. For one thing, I always when I was a kid, idolized Wolverine because I always knew I was going to be short. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I can be. I can't get any taller, but I can be big and I can be tough. So that's what I built. Um, you know, being a tall man, sometimes things, even especially whenever I was a big fat uh, gob of goo, it was hard to fit in things. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, I had little cars all growing up, and I was six two, right, and. It was hard to, especially if like you had a, a carload of assholes with you, like I always had running around. Oh, God, I, I always had to scoot up yeah. my seat, and I was just like right here. I didn't like it. Now, um, I mean, it's fine being this tall. I'm not even really that tall. My brother's weird tall. Like, yeah, he's really I forgot tall. it. I don't I forgot. see him often, and I'm like, God, I have to I look up to being see tall, but I, I was just like, it's, it, yeah, I was too. just like, Jesus Christ, he is a tall guy. <laughs> He always says six four. I think he's six five. He's got to be six five. Yeah, he's pretty. I mean, he's a, an entire much more that inch gives, but he's still feel, really tall. I feel like he's an entire head taller than me, yeah. but I'm How six tall two. Are you? You're six two. How tall are you? I'm like five eleven, six foot. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I can't. I'm like five it's, eight. <laughs> I'm five five. I think maybe in my work boots, I'm like six four, maybe. Because those work boots that they got me are. There's like that much on the bottom of it, it feels Spice like. Spice Girl platforms. Yeah. <laughs> they got a little goldfish yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Disco stew. <laughs> I think I, if I could choose, I might be a little bit shorter, to be quite honest. Well, for for what I... I'd probably take a little bit off my fucking stupid head. Oh, God. Like, it Would shouldn't you even let count. that shit go? My head's so big. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's shaped fine. Yeah, you, know? you have a nice shaped head. There's weird oh stuff God, on the back of it. <laughs> What? It's it's a round head. I'm just <laughs> laughing at you. It's a nice looking head. We sound like a bunch of women. Yeah, <laughs> you're great. You're great. Like, I hate my thighs. Do you have the best thighs? Girl, I would kill for your thighs. My thighs are I dope, wish actually. I could just shave my my head, but I can't. You got, you a, would you never got a burnt shave head. Your head. Yeah, I've got like this weird Eric, even, head. You would never shave your head. You're going to never need to shave your head. you got a great head of I know, hair. but I it would just be easier it. upkeep. It, w- it is. And like, let, me, let me say this is somebody's balding. Let me say this is somebody's balding. Balding? Fuck. Balding? You. Bald. Bald. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Ing. <laughs> can't even let me hang on to that. That ship has sailed, my friend. <laughs> what a bunch of cocksuckers. <laughs> that ship sailed and it came back or it's picking up new passengers. <laughs> you do have great hair. Like yeah. That. Yeah, but. You should get the Hitler haircut. <laughs> You should uh, Hitler. You see Andrew it? and uh, my best friend Andrew Atkins is here yesterday. Uh, let me tell He's you, quaffed. his facial and head hair are on point. Yes, yeah. he has quaffed. Yeah, very, very solid. Look yeah, you should there. you should do that. What he's doing? No, he's cool. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't pull that off. If he if he still listens, he's going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he still listens. Part of the question the the 
The reason I'm glad I'm short is because you don't have to reach things for old lady in the store. No, you don't have to worry about the wind. I did that yesterday. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> Aaron really does. It's super. Precious. I don't have to get on roller coasters. Come on, let's keep the fucking. <laughs> um, no, uh, bodybuilding shorter bodybuilders had an advantage because you don't have to put on as much muscle mass to win. You know, they actually win disproportionately. I think so, the length of my arms is a disadvantage in some workouts. Probably. Yeah, you have long arms. Yeah, once I get so far, it starts to hurt. And my your shoulder. forearms are overdeveloped. Like it. Yeah, my forearms. It keeps, it keeps your upper arms from being as big. It's from all that bowling and jerking off. <laughs> Do you uh, ever switch to right to left hand when you're jerking it? No, I can't. I can't keep a good rhythm. Mm. That's why you uh, just use copious amounts of lube and just yeah, just really <laughs> hammer down on it. Yeah, yeah. You really need because well, what if you get into an accident and you lose your right hand? I mean, I guess I'll have to learn that. You're going to need to learn. I, I mean, to. you're married. You can have her do it for you. <laughs> She's not going to give him an old fashioned. Uh, sure. There's nothing better than self love, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> old fashioned. <laughs> she's not going to do that. And uh, honestly, no offense, she's probably terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> Never had a good handy. Yeah, women women just don't get the That's angle. Not true, you know, right? <laughs> I've had. You're going to say you've had a good hand, Joe? Yes, a couple from a lady. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't specify <laughs> Are we sure she wasn't trans <laughs> This is a safe space You can say whatever you want Possibility for one of them uh, <laughs> I mean she did have a huge dick <laughs> Really banged out the back of my throat <laughs> Now I know you're gay Your dick tastes like shit <laughs> Is that all your favorite things there Queef I think so yeah. Comedy Alright <laughs> Elena what do you got Um Oh, we started watching Hoarders this week. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck God. yeah. We love Hoarders. <laughs> it's so terrible. This is the oh, thing, man. Worse. You get into these uh, reality shows. Like, I, I, uh, while I was cooking dinner the other day, I just turned on, like, Below Deck. It's one of those reality shows where... Uh, What's that? It's about uh, people rent these yachts, and they come with a crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go on, like, a six-week sojourn or a walkabout on these yachts all around the oceans and stuff, and these... And the crew, they're on the ship. They get paid forty or fifty thousand dollars each to be on this ship with them. They do three trips a year, and they're set. Jeez. But there's like a reality show that follows them around and stuff. And I watched two hours of it because those reality shows will <laughs> suck so you stupid. in. It's, it was six hundred pound life. I was watching it, and you know it, it. The worst part about it is you feed on their misery because like oh, I'm not I'm not that bad and. You know, but then you also feed on their triumph when they actually lose the weight and you know do shit like that. That's awesome. Too. I don't think I've ever watched that one. I mean, I know what it Man, is. Man, there's but some I don't disturbing, ever... some disturbing obese people out there. Like it's well, real. I mean, I'm right a... here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking guys who weigh like 800 pounds. I mean, it's, yeah, it's and it's like one of the ladies had had she had maggots in the fold of her skin and shit. You know, because of flies. And it was just it was so bad. Say <laughs> it slower. I'm getting hard. So it's disturbing, man. It's fucking disturbing. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, say there's a like the world ends and there's an apocalypse and you survive it. You got protein growing right on you with those maggots. <laughs> I mean, gross. you always look at the look at the silver lining. Yeah, yeah. there's always an upside, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's and plus you don't you know that people who are that fat literally don't have to eat. You know, no, that. yeah. There was a guy who went on a like a an entire year fast. Yeah, there was he, he was under anything. he was under doctor's care. Yeah. All he did was uh, drink water and they gave him vitamins. Vitamin supplements. And 
He had no loose skin when he finished. Yeah, when he finished, what? there was no loose skin. He That's lost. crazy. How That's in the insane. Fuck? It's because he wasn't exercising, so he was losing weight at a steady, steady, steady pace, and the skin uh, just. Did he eventually start exercising when he got? Probably once he lost all the weight. This was done in like the fifties. That's insane. He was like extreme, like probably seven, eight hundred pounds. Huh? And he was, I think he went down to like two forty or something by the time it was done. It's crazy. And. No loose skin, no nothing. Just because you weren't burning it faster than it wanted to burn. It was just burning completely steady That's the entire so time. That's crazy. That might be why I don't have a tremendous amount of loose skin. I've got a lot of I've it. got stretch marks. Oh, I've got, I've got, I've got on my stomach. I've got the skin, dude. I don't know that that goes away, to be quite honest. I don't care. I don't really either. Nobody's going to fuck me anyway. <sighs> anyway, hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's fun, you know? It's a really sad di- mental disorder, um, but it's entertaining. I know about that. And the way they put the show together is a lot of fun. Like, oh, the uh, first one. Oh, it's my so God. so cheesy. The first one we watched. It can girl, be cheesy. Yeah, it is cheesy for sure. This girl had bought. I mean, she probably spent half a million dollars on like Bath and Body Works. Oh, God. It was brand new <laughs> shit. Like. Just bags and bags she, and bags. She'd bring it home and just throw it on the pile. Victoria's Secret. She worked at the mall. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I knew how much all that cost, you yeah. know. But she was a cunt. And <laughs> her husband, they just kept bringing up how he has type 1 diabetes and how this house was a fucking disaster for him. Because if he cut his foot, he'll get gangrene. His name was like Scott or something. And I was like, I fucking hate Scott. I hope his leg gets cut off. She's buying all this shit to avoid her piece of shit husband who needs to grow some balls and tell her to stop buying. She needs fucked. <laughs> That's what happened. It was incredible. And it's been my favorite episode. But there was one, the one, it was just one family they showed for the whole, because there's usually two. Mm-hmm. I really ones. need the D. <laughs> that was her. Oh, she's terrible. Um, I've never hated a couple so much in my life. Not even on, uh, what's the one where they re- remake your house? Oh. Um, there was some truly. Makeover? Um, d- d- truly objectionable. Oh, extreme home makeover? Yes. Trading spaces? Trading spaces. All trading spaces. That was my shit. When I, I used to love it. that show. Truly Loved objectionable it. fucking people. When she put cardboard on the walls? Weren't they, it was just like neighbors or something. They were friends and they the redo each other's fall. houses. Yeah. And then they're not friends anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's always like the crazy designers that would, they obviously did their style. Like they didn't give a shit what the people liked at all. Right. So like, and it made great TV, I guess. I'm sure they actually redid it, but the one girl she put like cardboard like all over the walls, and she had like cardboard chairs. And Ugh. I'm like, how how are you a, a designer? Like, <laughs> this is terrible. This is something I can get out of the dumpster. Mm. Yeah, it looks like a homeless man's dream. <laughs> like, Barbie. She just comes in. Okay, what, what? we're gonna do? <laughs> blow up furniture. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Blow up for Christmas lights on the ceiling yes. year round. <laughs> It's the best. My fucking dorm room. Ugh, but um, no, this one episode, this woman was legit. Cra- it didn't feel set up at all. Um, it didn't. Re- yeah, it felt like a real like we're back to hoarders now. Yeah, sorry. So this guy had been dating this girl for like 10 years. That's too long. They had a kid together. No, 15 years because she was like 15, 14. Um, he had a girl from a previous relationship and she had two older children that had been taken from her from CPS because she was hoarding at another house. So that's setting the playing field. His daughter had her room like pristine. She locks the door so that her crazy stepmom wouldn't hoard in her bedroom. 
never showed up again on the episode. <laughs> Have lots of questions for her. <laughs> yeah. This child is dead. <laughs> the 14 year old acts like an eight year old. And like, she just kept screaming at this man who was like living basically in his garage. He's like, yeah, this is my man cave. <laughs> and like, he was built so awkward. He had like the longest neck I've ever seen yeah, on like a human. No this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the poor girl that they have together has his neck and her face. It oh. was so weird. And she has like a chubby face and really oh skinny God. long neck. So. Her head keeps falling up. Yeah. <laughs> The sister is just like cussing. Her sister comes and helps them like clean out the house. And she's just cussing her sister out the whole time. And it's hilarious. She's my favorite person. (laughs) It was the craziest. Like this woman was so paranoid. She's like, yeah, I just keep putting stuff up because he brings his friends in here and they're going through my stuff. And like she's literally like hoarding her daughter away from her dad. Hmm. It was insane. And she's like, I'm leaving him. And then the next day had no recollection of saying that she was moving out. See, there's a a, uh, a kaleidoscope of mental illness. Oh, my God. For all these. It was like yeah. the most real episode. I was like, holy shit, this woman's legit crazy. Like, she needs to go talk to someone. And at the end, they're like, she's not moved out yet. Her stuff's just in storage. Like, it was crazy. When, I don't understand the that. Like, they keep newspapers. And like, what if I need them? <sighs> Like, what if what are you going to need a newspaper from 1973 for? You know, why, why are you saving your shit? Right. No, yeah. no dude, yeah. there's, there's your literal small, feces. Like in my family, Ugh. there's small bits and pieces of hoarding. Oh, yeah. Like uh, they have one of those bacon cookers that you put in the microwave <laughs> and somehow it melted and it's, it's ruined. It's, it's, it's got a big it hole in it. It's yeah. ruined. It. Ruined. And it was ruined. A month ago, yeah, and it's still sitting on her counter. On her counter, that she, she just washed it. <laughs> like they just keep everything. Everything. They okay, had two I, Keurigs at one time. Well, I mean, you guys, I'm not. I don't want to put family's business out there, but that's it. Runs my family some. Like I, I would say a, a regular healthy amount. You know, I mean, it's like because you know, there's all that stuff in the basement, and you know. It's like all these old books that, you know, and I, and mom actually found some cool stuff in there, you know, but, you know, it, it's like pulling teeth to get him to come up and, and go through it. And I was just like, why don't you let me do it? Like, no. I was like, you'll just throw everything away. I was like, you haven't looked at this shit in 50 years. Yeah. You don't even know what it is. If you, if you're not going to use it in a year, throw it away. I mean, or at least. What is it that give Marie, it Marie Kondo or Pondo lady? It doesn't spark joy. If it doesn't spark joy. I love her so much. I've never even watched the show, it's but I've so seen enough good. memes. Well, I mean, it's just like. It's so good. But I do it too. Like I, a little bit. Like oh. I, I do strange things. Like the the protein jars full of money <clears throat> is fucking weird. I know. I it like is. it though. I mean, it's it's eccentric. It's, it's some Howard Hughes type shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like you're not saving your piss as well. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, not at all. This one woman had <laughs> this one woman had jars of shit in her house. That's crazy. I her mean, mom did it, and she was doing it. Like, did, could they give you a reason why? I think it was just taught behavior for her. No, I'm, I'm saying the original behavior. I don't know. I think that they had like jacked up plumbing at some point, and it just started to become a thing. And it tends to be women. I've noticed there's yeah. very few. A lot of sponge baths, baths, like baths, 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 baths. They fill their their uh, shower with junk, so they just start taking sponge baths. A little whore bath. Yeah, a little, little whore bath. bath. Pits, tits. It's so weird. Slits. It <laughs> but it's fascinating. Yeah, but, but the editing in it is great. Like, uh, yeah, they do their own through. like reaction or uh, reenactments. Re-actments. 
It's like me and him got into an argument over this bottle, and then there's a reenactment of her. Like, get rid of this bottle! Get rid of this bottle! <laughs> <laughs> so Don't great. touch the bottle! You know, and it's so they're not actors. <laughs> you know, it's it's great. Yeah. But the the one I was telling you about, like there was no reenactments. It was very real. Like this woman, I'm worried about her kids. Like it's so bad. Yeah, it was a rough one to watch. Really, I enjoyed it though. But yeah, I'm really into that. I'm trying to think what else we did this week. Um. I'm still pretty obsessed with Red Dead Redemption again. Jesus, haven't you beaten that yet? You've beaten it a thousand times. I've beat it twice. I'm playing it a third time. Are you so trying to find different things or they've uh, there are I've, different yeah, things. Yeah, they've now. changed or they've added a few things here and there. There might be cool. there might be DLC on um on PlayStation now. Might want to check that. Oh, they're still for, doing stuff for, for like Red Dead Online, which I'm not interested in playing. Like I don't like God, online no. games. Yeah, they suck. I'm, I'm just not into it. Well, but. I tried it with uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, and the first mission, they put you with four other people. Oh, God. And I've got the headphones in, you know, and I'm... You're all jacked up. I'm all jacked up. I'm like, let's do this. And all, all they give you on the first mission is a pistol. Yeah. Unless you buy, with physical money, other guns. And all these other kids... Have People a credit card have, handy. Yeah, I have a credit card, and they Fuck have all that. the big guns and stuff. Yeah, and then I get into it, and I die immediately, and the kids start cussing me. Start calling you the N-word. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they stress me out. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> you know we're talking about? No. Yeah, I've showed you Leroy Jenkins. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into online games. I know it's... It's big for like younger. I used to love Delta people. Force for the Windows ninety eight. It was a lot <laughs> of fun. Just chat room. It was a sniper. Oh, okay, that's funny. Yeah, it was just he threw you out in a big like desert area. Hmm. Any favorite things there? Shit tits. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna play it. But. Oh. Well, uh, Windy City Heat, the movie. Yes. That might be, that's one of my favorite things for this week. I just, I know he's a dick, but I feel like I feel embarrassed for him while well, I'm watching it. I know he's an asshole. Like, you need to watch it. Dutch, it's a documentary. Explain what it is. It's like. Dutch, you could do it better than me. Yeah. Okay, Windy City Heat. The entire premise is there's this, there's a guy, he, he still does the this thing at the comedy store the late night show at the comedy store in, in Los Angeles. What's his fucking name? Don Barris. Don Barris. I believe he might be really be related to Chuck Barris. I'm not sure though. Um, where he brings freaks on stage, not freaks, but like weirdos and assholes. And like they do like a whole thing with them. And he found one particular guy that was just so wild. And he loves them. I mean, they're friends and they love each other, but he's, he, he believes he's this super talent. And after he's you, clearly got like a mental disorder. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. He's, oh yeah, he's slow. He's slow, but he's also funny, and it's he's weird. Funny, but um, what they do, him, Don Barris, and Jimmy Kimmel, and Bobcat Goldthwait decide that they're going to make a movie for this guy to star in Perry. And really, what it is is a documentary about them making this fake movie for this guy to star in, but they keep presenting fucked up shit that happens behind the scenes the entire time. There's just, it's an it's, elaborate prank. It's an elaborate prank. Well, that sounds like mean. It is. And it isn't the guy loved it. Yeah. He's okay. very excited about it. All right. He's to this day. He's living off of, 
off of it. They does have a podcast. He get, he, does he finally he, get it, the joke? When, when, I'm not sure. At the end of the movie, they show him the movie, and he doesn't get it. Like he's like, oh, that's great. I mean, he. It just seems like he didn't get the joke. Right. Here's the trailer. Perry doesn't know his Hollywood dream. I'll do anything to be an actor. Anything to be a star. A star more than an actor. He's about to become the greatest prank of all time. Guys, I think we found him. Stone Fury. <laughs> Dane Cook's in it. Bobby De Niro, baby. Am I moving around too much? Shut up. You shut up. What's your groin size? Ah! What are you guys doing in my trailer? Now available on DVD from Comedy Central. Windy City Heat, a movie that shows just how far an actor will go in the pursuit of fame. Is that real crap or fake crap? That's real crap. Ah! Bobcat has oh, a thing. Wow. Also where he only Dane talks Cook, to his Adam megaphone. <laughs> yeah, Bobcat. Bobcat Goldplay. There's gonna be a lot of nudity. Always. The refrigerator Perry. Just another f- day in paradise. Bonus features include Perry's very special first screening of the film. Practical jokes gone bad. I think what my lawyer's gonna ask for is all funds and money's made on this project. Okay, Bobcat Goldthwait directed this entire thing. Yeah. And even whenever he's not far away from someone, he speaks to them through the megaphone. Yeah, like in the their whole face, time, the entire time, and he tells him if he doesn't do that, he'll forget to use, use it. it while he's directing. Yeah. <laughs> That's his explanation. And he doesn't it. scream action. He'll be like action. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes act. act. Like he's talking like really loud, and he goes act. That's <laughs> great. It's just funny little quirks like that the whole time. He's a real like he's very homophobic, so they get the oh, yeah, they, the gay guy. To fit him for like this, like thong. It's a completely it was the wrong, wrong fitting. Yeah, he went into the wrong trailer and, yeah. and put him in a thong. I mean, it they is, just keep fucking with him. It is absolutely wild. It's it's funny. funny it's ridiculous. It, it's kind of sad because this guy. Yeah, you know, like if he bad, wasn't such an asshole, but he's also an asshole. Yeah. They, w- they wouldn't have done this if he wasn't a bit of an asshole. And yeah. the, you don't do that to somebody you don't like either. R- right. Yeah. Right. You know, like how I, we rib each other all the time. We, I mean, they, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Act like that. Like there's guys at work I don't like. I don't joke around with them. Right. Not at all. I try not to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> it was so elaborate, so planned out, just to fuck with him. Yeah, it was great. It's funny. How and what it is is one of the guys has a character that's oh kind of crazy and wild, and like kind of stupid. Wears a wig. Yeah. That's so stupid. He done this character for eleven years to this other guy, to Perry. Whenever he's around Perry, he's this guy, and Perry thinks he's that guy. That guy might have a mental eleven years mental yeah. issue as well. Absolutely. <laughs> well, they're comedians. That's insane. Well, they're all mentally ill in some yeah. way, shape, or yeah, form. Exactly. If they're not, they're not any good. Exactly. I don't know. Is Patton Oswalt mentally ill? A little bit. Bipolar. I mean, it might not even be something that you need medication for, but to do to musicians are we're all they're we're all fucked. Comedians are all fucked. Anybody that's in any kind of art, they're, you're a little bit fucked. What do you think you're obsessed with? Well, if you're into an art that you want other people, I I, I don't have the desire to have other people uh, listen to or watch me do anything. I want to get says the man speaking into a microphone <laughs> on a I podcast. De- I want to develop my muscles to such a point that I want to get on a stage and oil them and have people look at them. Mm. That yeah. on that on this on its face is insane. Yeah. 
So, oh, yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah, at, this isn't news. Athletes, <laughs> fuck you. Elite athletes and anybody that ever became great at anything or even good at anything, really, that isn't like just a normal job, you're a little bit crazy. Yeah. And you found the thing that you can harness it into. So all comedians, they're a little bit weird. I mean, you find, listen to the podcast, listen to these motherfuckers yeah. untethered. They're all fucked. Every one of them. How do you feel about Adam Carolla? I think he's kind of a cocksucker. I love Adam Carolla. I don't know. He's the podfuck. I like him, but he's just... Why don't you like him? I don't know. He, he takes the, the right-wing thing a little bit far for me sometimes. It's, he's more libertarian than anything. I know. I, I but, get uh, yeah, yeah. I, but, I mean, I disagree with him about a lot of things, but most of the things... I think he's funny. Don't get me wrong. Most, really, of, the, most of the things he rants about make sense. Sure. Like, he went on... A, he's the one who came up with the every kid gets, gets a trophy thing. I mean, it, it's, you know... That it's not good. Uh, he's maybe one of the first people to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he's. It's like his his deal. I mean, he had a whole thing about it, and you know, I don't think he's wrong. Really, I don't think he is either. But, but any but any kid, uh, any self respecting kid um, that played a sport, and you were trying hard to be good at it and everything, and you felt like garbage, and you get a trophy anyway. You're like, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I. Yeah, it's the Terrible. worst. It's it's the worst getting a participation trophy. Yeah, it's more of an insult than it is. Uh, and then you have a kids look at you and go, "Oh, you just got the participation." Exactly. Trophy? Oh god. So in a sense, it's just pointing out how mediocre you are. Yeah, it sucks. I'm all for that because then it drives you to be better at something. Hey, yeah, breakthrough. I've, I've got no real problem with it as long as there's somebody to explain to you that it doesn't mean anything. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it was kind of treated to me growing up. Yeah. When uh, we got him. when we didn't do well, like if we didn't win the league or whatever. In baseball, my dad was the coach, and he wasn't like all the other coaches. Like in in baseball, there wasn't a whole lot of physical training. We ran ten laps before every practice. Mm-hmm. We we got out and stretched and did shit and ran around the field before every practice or before every game. Yeah, we were like doing fucking calisthenics. Everybody else was just loosening up their arms. We were fucking doing grass drills and shit. But if we didn't win the league and uh, we got a participation trophy, it's like yeah, well, I mean, we didn't win. So, and I know winning isn't everything. It's pretty fucking important. Yeah. So. <laughs> I remember that being like, he's like, uh, losing sucks, doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. He's like, winning feels a lot better. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's like, okay, it's like this with, uh, with Annie. Annie wrestles and she, she's not, I mean, she's, she's her first year doing it. She's wrestling these boys and everything. She's not going to win a lot of her matches, but the sheer tenacity that she puts forth with it, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care. Like, no, I, you I'm, know, as there's a, uh, stimu- it's, it's hard. It's hard to like, whenever you're going into, into something that you're not like, you're, it's sort of uncharted waters for a girl right, right. Yeah, to go in and start against you. wrestle boys. Right. It's set up. She's, you're not going to win. Even if she was really, really good, technically really good. New, like, uh, like a, uh, a master at wrestling. The boys are just bigger and stronger. Right. So even if they're just out, um, they have no technique or anything, most of the time they're going to win anyway. Well, she she had uh, she's had a couple boys beat, and you just can't, you know, close the deal. But it's just, you know, the thing I admire most and is her fearlessness. Like, she's just... Yeah, her just doing it. And then when she, if she, when she does get pinned or whatever, she smiles and she shakes her hand. And, you know, and she's a crowd favorite. People love her because she's so... She's that kid. You know, Inside, is she else. angry about losing? No. I want a little bit of anger about losing, though. If she was, if she was going against girls, would she be angry about losing? Probably. Yeah. There we go. That's I all mean, I need. Yeah. That's all I need. 
She's. Uh, I'm going to help raise your kid. Oh, we're <laughs> I'm not letting you near my child. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. It's do you right. want an elite athlete? <laughs> Start feeding a raw liver and shit. <laughs> like that guy. Cover out running hills in the morning. Like, like that guy did to his son who played for the Raiders who yeah. was a great fucking quarterback, but he it made him resent his dad so much that they have no relationship. Lots of MMA fighters use that guy's uh, strength and conditioning program. Well, shit, it's, it's flawless. Yeah. I mean... He didn't. He didn't allow his kid to have a uh, a walker when he was a kid. Yeah, like you know those. Little he made t- him crawl the tables thing that the the kid sits in. They can spin around. They can walk around a little oh. bit. That he didn't let him have that. And he was feeding him like raw liver when he was a kid, like a you know to get the and Marinovich is Todd Marinovich. Yeah, and and his genetics weren't good. Like let's let's face it, but the sheer amount. But he was if he had committed to it. He didn't even really commit to it, and he was great. Like, his passes, he had a cannon for a fucking arm, and he was laser accurate. And all that shit that his dad did worked. But yeah. but he hated his dad so bad by the end of it. It was just... I had a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of train people to do things, but if they don't have, like, the passion to do it, then there's just a whole other level that they won't get to, right. you know? Yeah. And you can't teach that. No. So, that's that why sucks. I'm- I mean, it sucks that... He like resents his dad, and I mean, he made him a great athlete, but at what cost? He kind of he kind <laughs> of uh, fizzled out in the NFL, though. He didn't give a shit. He had, he had a, that he was had his dad's one, dream. He had his. one really great season, yeah, and then he didn't want to play anymore. Which is more se- great seasons than pretty much anybody else has ever. Exactly. He's like a regular. He's like I, a regular right schmo <laughs> who got to play in an NFL. I never had a good season in the NFL. Either. Not one. Sucks. Not one. I regret it too. Didn't even make a, pra- a practice squad. No. I did go out for it though. I remember there were. <laughs> couple, there were a couple kids from, from Bellevue when I lived up there. They're a big football town, and these two brothers, Chad and Russ Coons, were they? They were fucking. It was crazy how they were huge and they were fast. You know what I mean? They both both played at Wisconsin, and the only reason he, the one, the younger, the younger kid did not start is because you know he had in front of him. Ron fucking Dane. So <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. So that's the that, that, but that's the only reason. And he went out for a practice squad and couldn't make it and shit. I just remember seeing these guys walking in the bar. They were both gigantic, and you know th- that really hammers at home about how much genetics plays a role in everything. So you know, I always told tell Annie, and this is the truth. I was like, we were given just enough genetic ability to be good at something, but. Not enough that we be, we would be lazy at it, you know what I mean? Because Annie, every, she's like me. Every, she wrestling, she goes out, she tries her hard, she's driven. You know, it's like bodybuilding. I'm not genetically the best guy for that. I'm a little bit too blocky. I just I have some serious drawbacks, but I really work fucking hard at it. So look know. at you, you got a six pack now. <laughs> hey, watching him do fucking pull ups is pretty impressive. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I can't do them. No, me neither. I tried. I can get one. I, I can only do three today. It really bothered me because I did all that arm work before I did them. And I was just like, I was that, that one time where I had, hadn't done them for a while and walked in there, I could have cranked out eight. I mean, I really know it could have because they were just, you know, it wasn't hard. And I've also gained weight. It's bothering me, you know, so I'm. You gained weight? Yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean. About five pounds. Yeah. I don't think it's. It's bad. not fat. It's not bad weight. <laughs> no. I don't think. Like. Because I'm what? looking at you and you. you, you, you he says before he takes his jacket off, everybody's going to make fun of me for wearing this shirt. Like, Why? Because like, it's almost too tight. Like, he takes off. I'm like, shut It fits you perfectly, you fucking yeah. idiot. He wears super baggy clothes sometimes. Yeah. 
Well, my dad used to get on to me for that for wearing baggy baggy clothes. It makes you look fatter than you actually are. Well, I mean, but I don't want to be like I've I've actually at one point I was that guy. I, did, I would wear a purposely smaller t shirt, and then I, it's such douchebag behavior that looking back on, I'm like, I don't want to make that mistake again. I'm not embarrassed about what I look like, but. I don't want to be seen as trying trying too hard. I you know? You're I, embarrassed about what he looks like. I'm, I'm embarrassed <laughs> about what I look like. Why? Like I, I wear uh, two wife beaters, usually a t-shirt, and then my regular t-shirt, and then usually something over top of that. I don't know. You're almost like a never nude. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty close to that. <laughs> Ooh. Do you wear cut off jorts everywhere? <laughs> so there's you, <laughs> Tobias Fumke, and, um, and Zach Brass. Zach Brass. Yeah, Zach Brass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, okay. But still, that there's that thing. That thing that, you know, don't be prideful and don't be, think too much of yourself and you can't be proud and stuff. I was in the gym today, and when I'm pumped, I'm fucking jacked. Like, my arms are fucking huge, and I'm standing there like, I should be proud of this. I, and I can't. Bring myself to be totally proud of it. Yet. I used so. to be like that, and if I'm good at something, or if I look better, I'm just let everybody know. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I used to not be proud of myself for anything. But now I'm doing things that I should be proud of. Right. So I'm going to be proud of them. A hundred pound plus weight loss is well, like in a the, staggering achievement. I've never looked at myself in the mirror and felt any type. That's of That's one of the reasons I wanted you to do this. And because, then yeah. I'm talking. I'm, I'm week five into it. And I can physically see a change. Are you looking in the mirror and doing the Lex Luger thing? A little bit. But I like doing the, uh, what are these called? The uh, Seated extensions. Yeah, seated extensions, man. I can see just the. the yeah, I was looking at, you look, I could see it today. And then mine were like, you know. Yeah. It, it's, I was like, that's that. I like that. That looks good. I like the way that feels. Yeah, I've never felt that before. I, I felt it, you know, last week was the first. I was like, Jesus, I'm. Actually doing something right. I mean, powerlifting is all well and good. I mean, I, I like it fine. Um, I really wanted to be one, but I, I've done too much damage to my body. Jesus, it, it does too much damage. It really does. I man. felt like shit all the time. But yeah, I, because you're. But I down. felt great whenever I freaking do deadlifts three hundred fifty pounds, five sets of five. Sure, I felt great doing that. Absolutely. But then it felt terrible the day after. I, I, my muscles were never sore after it, but like. My spine hurt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my that's the thing. Knees I'm, hurt. That's the thing. I'm worried about my spine now. So, um, I, you know, today I did that workout, and like I said, it was you feel great. Um, it's way more difficult, and you know, I, I've actually the worst part about me is I, I I ignore empirical evidence. Like, I at one point I was using lighter weights and stuff, and I've got pictures of myself. I was big. Like, I was really big. And that wasn't from lifting heavy. That was from going into the hospital and doing a, a ton of reps, you know. And and I'm starting to get back to that. So I'm just like, you know, I, I think I'm going to stick with this, man. I'm going to stick with this lighter weight for a while. I don't. I like the exercises. I'm not changing the exercises. Yeah. So, but doing 15 reps, you know, trying to get 15 reps, yet sometimes by the end you're not getting five. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's better. Good workout. Yeah, I look forward to this summer, Aaron, walking around in a tank. Yeah. In a tank top. Just just wearing the wife beater. He cuts it down to one wife beater. <laughs> just one wife beater. He wears so many layers. <laughs> we just went in there. Some, there's some he's like Big J Oakers. Three or four <laughs> you're like, beaters. You're like Big J. And then he walks in on Tuesday. He's like, I'm out of work clothes. I'm like, how in the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, you wear like 10 layers of clothes a day. That makes more sense. So. 
You're like Big J. All the time, Big J always has two shirts on and he wears a hoodie no matter what time of year. Oh, yeah. He has to have his hoodie on. Um, Long shorts. I understand that. We're We're in a real body shame culture. Like, and not shame from other people. Shame for yourself. Like... I don't know, man. The the way the media portrays stuff, you know, women get it worse. I think, but I think that we're. I think men are closing that gap. Have you seen He Man? No. You know what I mean. Have you seen the meme uh, with Barbie? It says this sets a, a yeah a yeah. terrible yeah, okay. example for yeah. girls. All girls think they should look like that. And then at the bottom, this is He Man, and he's all fucking jacked. He's got muscles and muscles and muscles. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like the thing with you know the idols now are Jason Momoa and The Rock and you know all these other guys, Henry Cavill and all these guys. I'm just like, yeah, you guys have to deal with that shit. Look what the fuck I have to deal with. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Nearly like, impossible. Exactly. The Rock has his own gym flown to all of his sets yes. that he that he uh, does uh, movies. And it's he has a, his own gym, the Iron Paradise or whatever. It's like, yeah. it's like the size of Dutch's house. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, not you know not being unreasonable. I don't think. If I give it enough time, I can be that muscular. I can be that big. But will I ever have that quality of, of physique? No. Because it's just genetics, you know, with a small waist and all that shit. You're just not going to look that good. Well, also, it's he has all the time to do it. He has hundreds of millions he of does, dollars. Yeah, and he doesn't have a, a nine to five. So yeah. He, I mean, that he, is he probably doesn't even yeah. cook for himself. Right. You no. know. I mean, nutrition is like, I, I think it's inspiring somebody like me who's really committed to something, who has a blue collar job and who has to eat when they can, all that stuff. You know, it's a Springsteen song, like I said. It's, you know, you're really trying to do I something. I mean, you wake up at uh, four o'clock in the morning to go work out before you go work 12 hours. Yeah. That's what Aaron does. Yeah. Or 10 hours, whatever you end up working every day. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, yeah, the fact that even people trying is. A really great thing, I think. I think that, you know, but yeah, we live in that culture where, you know, oh, you're, a, you know, especially, you know, you're a fat white guy and stuff like this, you know, uh, we, we shame ourselves as a group. Even somebody like Bill Burr does that, you know what I mean? It's just like, well, why are we inherently worse? You know, that's not, that's bullshit. So, and I, and I think that, you know, but I do think that maybe white guys should commit as a group better to going to the gym. You know, there you can count on one hand, you know, all the guys I know that go to the gym around here. It's very few. And I work, you know, in a blue collar job where you think that, you know, physicality and stuff is a thing. There are people who are perfectly content to live their lives being fat and weak and sick and all kind of shit. Like hurting all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why the fuck would you want to live like that? Do something about it. So I think what well, we got maybe three people that work out where we work. Yeah, me, I, I don't. I don't go to the gym, but I work out. Yeah. Um, me, you, Will, maybe Sparkles. Yeah, Sprinkles probably does. I think he does. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, <clears throat> nobody else. We got. They just don't. You don't. They don't exercise. Now on a busy day, you can you can crank out like twenty thousand steps. In yeah, place. sure. So you're tired. Sure. My feet hurt. Yeah. Because uh, the boots are uncomfortable. When I started working there, I was sore. Like I would, my first couple of weeks there, it was hard for me. It was to- miserable for me, and uh, that was when I first started my journey. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag journey. So I was still <laughs> close. Don't stop believing. I was still close to about four bills, <laughs> and I was walking around all day. My feet hurt so fucking bad. My On concrete floors, legs, right? and calves. Yeah, that's the worst. And everything hurt so fucking bad. But then by about mid. Early March, yeah. I'd probably lost 30 pounds and it was getting better. Then by fucking 
May, I was like, I was noticing that I, I was able to do shit. Then July, I was fucking going nuts. I was able to do whatever I wanted. Right. It's, man, that's the best thing. Like, you know, doing the chin ups. And then I said I was swimming. Yeah. And I do am a little bit more negative buoyant. But with the weight not on me, I felt like a fucking dolphin. I mean, I was flying from one end of the pool to the other. It was just not difficult. So, you know, it's hmm. my favorite things. My favorite thing was uh, playing at the Grove yesterday. That place sounds so fucking good. Yeah, it does. It's, it's acoustics true. are great. Fucking Lewis is a, I mean, I, I know it's not the most difficult thing just to uh, do sound for an acoustic guitar and a, and a voice. But on stage, like they have such good monitors, I could hear everything I was doing. I've been other places I've played. The Empty Glass is the is the other great place that I've played where it sounds really good. But I it made me feel like I was doing b- better. Like there's no way I sound this good whenever I was playing. And then I went back and listened to the fucking video. I was like, oh shit, yeah, it actually sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, it was really good. Song two, I looked at Elena and I was like, this place sounds it sounds incredible. It sounds fucking amazing. People there. were into it. I mean, I, I lucked out with my time. I, I was a little bit disappointed playing at one o'clock. I was like, there's not going to be anybody there. I had the most people. Yeah. Yeah. There while I was playing. It cleared out after I played. Did it? Yeah. Not cleared out, but it was way less people forever for all the other people. Right. It was pretty dope. Um, uh, I, whenever I was uh, going through uh, Facebook, I saw the video. I was like, who's that? Then I realized it was me because I, I don't know what I look like. Still. Right. I was like, oh, crazy. shit. That, that's me. Yeah. I look halfway decent except for that weird head. <laughs> see how jacked <laughs> your shoulders were, though? Melon were. Huh? You could barely see it because it's kind of fuzzy. <laughs> the uh, the video is kind of fuzzy. But, yeah, I look, I look pretty fucking good. Yeah. I had on the PFR t-shirt. I didn't even mention it, but Andrew did after we were done. Hmm. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um. I didn't. I, I decided it was better to beg forgiveness than to ask for permission, and I played my songs with the lyrics that are in them. Mm-hmm. So I said "fuck" a bunch. Yeah. And Andrew came up after. Was like, yeah, my son, my eight-year-old son, liked it when you started saying "fuck." I was like, I mean, you knew what songs I play, so <laughs> you've heard me, right? So if you didn't want me to say "fuck," maybe let me know. Was he really I, mad about it? He wasn't mad. Okay. Um. But yeah, I uh. I thought I did really well. The the guy that runs the place asked me where the fuck I'd been hiding. <laughs> I mean, that's a legit question because, you know, you should play more. And I think that we should all, you know, especially when spring and stuff gets here and we all want to go out and start going out and stuff. The, the music scene around here is really good, I think. it's. I want to play more. I'm just not good at asking and not good at demanding or anything. I don't It's. Uh, I told him. Well, it's it, like your weight. The, the thing that you wanted to change, to go change it. Yeah. that That's a big part of it. I was so confident when I was playing just because I know I look better now. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt like a piece of shit up there playing. And I and the not smoking and everything, I you think sound I sing better, better yeah. a lot better now. Um, yeah, I do want to play more. I told him, if you ever need anybody to play, just shoot me a message and I'll I live 20 minutes away. I'll be up here. I don't give a shit. Because uh, that crowd... If, I know they they're the crowds are usually pretty good and supportive there, but I'd never played in front of people that seemed like they liked me that much. Sure, I mean it's the venue is you know like some of the Blue Parrot. The Blue Parrot have the worst fucking audiences ever. I mean they don't clap, they don't fucking react. They're there to get drunk and to talk shit to each other. That's what basically fucking is. 
you know, and Charleston in general, crowds usually suck. I mean, they're just a real hate for Charleston. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, you still don't like Fayetteville though. Yeah, <laughs> I I love Fayetteville. It's like one of my place, favorite places now. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever played in Fayetteville. Really? Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, you played Chimney Corner. Uh, well, it's not Fayetteville though. But yeah, it's the first time I ever played up up there. That could just as easily be Anstead. Yeah, I I don't know. I, um, I thought uh, my biggest worry was remembering the lyrics to the last song I played because for some reason I went really wordy with that one. It's a good song. It's a fucking great song, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard it. I thought yeah. it was a funny song to close with. No, well, it's a, it's about the apocalypse. Yeah. No, I'll, I think it's great. <laughs> end of the show. End of the end of the world. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's I liked it. Very fitting. Um. No, you sounded great. I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed not recognizing myself when I flipped through the the uh, Facebook and I saw the video. I was like, I don't don't remember this guy playing. Then it turned out it was me. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I can't wait till I achieve that where I actually take pictures and shocked at how you know. I made my mom I cry in front of people. Mm-hmm. I made my, I called my sister a piece of crap. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> called us garbage. I did call you guys garbage. Yeah. Called me a son of a bitch. Well, so yeah, it's a, I have a bad habit of saying I wrote this and then uh, before because I'm used to playing where I'm mixing covers in with everything, and um, I heard somebody go, "Oh, did you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did." Then I just picked you out because you were right in well, front of was me. Was somebody being a dick? Somebody was like, "Oh, did you?" I heard. I heard them. Uh. I don't know who it was. I don't really care. But I wanted to. Oh, I didn't. I wanted to hurt me. Like I wanted yourself. everybody to have the full experience because sometimes I can get very adversarial with the crowd. So sometimes you should because some people deserve to be adversarial towards you know. Fuck them. You got to start doing that, like uh, picking one of us out of the crowd and. Yeah, <laughs> just berating us. For yeah, be great. And I kind of did. I thought about just sitting down the guitar and start doing crowd work. Hey, you ever fuck a black guy? <laughs> this girl sure has. I know you have. Gash like a canyon. I don't know. That was my favorite thing. I fucking, I think I did really well. I don't think uh, one thing is weird. Like, um, everybody else there. That played. I'm not saying I'm better or worse or anything. Like their songs are, I, I'm I'm completely different than they are, not in a good or bad way or whatever. But like, they would have little stories beforehand. Like, um, this is this is uh, not exactly a story that one of them told before they played. Like, I had an uncle, Uncle Tim. Uh, he spoke only uh, only using um, Morse code. You can never understand what he's like. It was something like that. So they all had like little stories about about the the sh- shit. And, and I'm up there. I had gotten a fight with a girl outside of a bar one time. Like to hear it, here it goes. <laughs> that was it. I'm, they have little stories like uh, my my cousin Jimbo uh, would only communicate using a series of clicks and beeps. And like, Poor there's an old oak oak tree in my yard. Me and my dad used to sit underneath it and and whittle sailboats out of it <laughs> and this is a song about that I'm like jesus how do you how do you come how, how do you write that way right. you pick an object and you write about it I, I can't do that it has to be something that happened to me or a weird idea that i have like the fucking apocalypse or something i mean it's i don't know I, i've never written a song i never i don't understand the uh the mechanics of it i guess you're trying to tell a story i suppose but 
telling it in lyrical fashion and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what it is. They tell stories. I tell like experiences. Anecdotes. I was telling uh, your one song, uh, what's it called? Uh, when he feels it all. Oh, the the, one. the thing about existence. That's I can't good, even title that's my song. Syllable song. That's a really good song. Yeah, that like is. That one. Got, it's got a catchy hook to it. it doesn't even have a chorus. There was a few though. Great. I could hear John, <laughs> like singing. Oh yeah, I always, <laughs> yeah. I always sing John's. Oh, whenever you have the the songs that we recorded together. Yes. Yeah. 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 There was a band that played at the end called The Great Dying. They're really cool. And it was an acoustic guitar player and his buddy who sort of looked like Paul Shear. He was the guy walking around with the toboggan on with the nice thick mustache. Yeah. Okay. He was the guitar player. He played he a, like Paul an electric strat with effects and everything on it. And just the, the other guy playing acoustic, playing like alt country type shit. Sort of like me. They're the ones that reminded me most of myself. Yeah. And they sounded sort of like a full band. And I was thinking, if I could get John to come out of hiding and get his Rhodes piano... And put like effects on it and stuff. We could do like a little duo thing, yeah, and get together like an hour of material. I don't know if John will do it. I don't know if we have time to practice. But it'd be cool. It would be cool. But John's good enough to where he could. Well, he it's in this, this key. Show at, just play this at uh, <laughs> yeah at Summersville that one time. It was pretty good. Yeah, you guys just threw it together, didn't you? In like a week, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't there for that. Were you not? No, I don't remember. That's that. fun. But uh, yeah, I thought. I thought uh, doing something like that might be kind of cool, just so I wasn't alone on stage and there was somebody to interact with. I wish I knew how to play something. I mean, I, I'm I'm one of those people who I say I wasn't musically inclined, but you know, that's that's another thing too. Is uh. anything in life you have to really work at it, mm. and I've always abandoned everything. You know, the, everything I've ever done. So. You know, I have too. I've I abandoned music for quite a while. Yeah, but you stuck with it long enough to get good at it. You know, I'm still a hack compared to a lot of people. I don't believe that. So, I'm not great. I mean, I'm better than most people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty great. <laughs> no, um, I've I've wanted to learn how to play an instrument too. I just like never. You stuck with it. it. Just never stuck with it. We say we're, we're take right. my we take my ukulele. Take my ukulele. I have a book somewhere, or you can just look up how to play it. I'll give you a tuner. I think I have the tuner that goes with it. And just start fucking learning it. Well, bass. I, I love bass. It's four and, strings. You like to slap bass. Slap a bass. Slap a bass. No, but I, I mean, I, it's like the thing with writing and stuff like that. Yes, I'm going to do it eventually, but one of the reasons I don't finish things is because I don't focus. So I'm focused on what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing. And when that is accomplished, I'll do something else. So... I think it's the best way to do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, fuck, I don't know. Because I did abandon playing almost completely for a few years. Yeah, you hadn't. You didn't play for a while. Or I would play like once a year. And I've already played four times this year. No shit. There was yeah. this one time uh, D- uh, Dutch came out of hiding and he went and played uh, in Charleston. The it was open, just me, you, and Dutch at went. Open mic at Boulevard. At the Boulevard. Remember? Yeah. And he, he fucking tore the place down. Yeah, that was fun. And, I mean, people were coming up to me and her asking for physical CDs and shit. And, and we like, were just writing we're just, out his big, long thing for yeah. his <laughs> Dutch Underwood and Dirty Shame. Yeah. Dot Bandcamp.com. The most ridiculous URL hey, in what a you pinch. I wanted the full name. But then he didn't play for like another two years. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everybody comes up afterwards and like, man, that was awesome. You're great. Uh, 
we want to get you on this gig. I'm like, yeah, here's my number. Here's my contact information. Send me it. Nobody ever does. Like, I, I do not expect to hear from Lewis at the Grove about me coming up there to play. Well, people get wrapped up in, I mean, that's one thing I've noticed that everybody gets wrapped up in their own life and they just, you know, it's partly selfish, but it's partly just human, you know, just being human being, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, you know, so it's hard to, you know, I, I, I think you should follow up with him because that was, it's a cool venue. It's not far away. You sounded great. Yeah. You could really get, yeah. And I just don't want to bother people. You're going to have to. But yeah, I mean, that's other gonna, people are bothering people more. Exactly. So, and when you're just kind of not, I mean, you know what I mean? The, I'm going to, this is the only time I'm ever going to quote the band Poison. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Holy Brett, shit. Brett Michaels said we were a fucking self-promotion machine. He said we got locked out of, every, he, he, they played in Pittsburgh and everybody fucking hated them. Like, because the style of music they played. You know, Pittsburgh was a more industrial, heavy metal type town. And they and they just finally got in everybody's ear enough that they finally broke through, you know. That's what you kind of have to do. And I think another thing is that people don't want to follow me. And I'm not big enough to be the headliner. I don't think people once And I know that sounds cocky. I'm, I'm done with being humble. Yeah, I mean, that's... But that girl that had to follow me yesterday, she's a way better singer than me. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about that. I didn't really hear her saying. She, she, she sounded great. She probably, she's great. And she's just, she's, she's a kid, right? She's like sixteen. Yeah. But I'm I'm up there in a whirlwind screaming at you about government conspiracies and shit. And she's up she has to go up next and do country songs, you know? Yeah. I like mean, the opening line to one of my songs, which is my favorite, is you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> oh, that was fun too. No, it was good. It was fun. But I, I kind of like the the randomness of the people that they got to play too. I mean, I think that's kind of cool. It was good. Um, there was a guy like he did story songs, like I said before, and uh, all these guys were way better than me, like guitar wise. Like they're like doing, they're all over the fretboard, and I'm just like, I stick right here. I'm well, just- the thing <laughs> about it is that okay, it's like this: you you could take somebody like um, like an Ingve Malmsteen, who's just technically. Flawless, yeah, nobody but it's so to, boring. Yeah, but nobody me. wants to listen to that shit. It's so. I'd boring. rather listen to Angus Young, who's not technically as good, but who plays with such soul and and does what he does well. You don't have to do everything great if you do a select few things well. It's the Hulk Hogan paradigm. Yeah, do the leg drop, do the fucking the flex, big boot, the leg drop, and flex. that's it. And you do it Hulk good. must pose exactly. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that was that's that was like the theme of eighties uh, WWF. Hulk Hogan has to win at the end of every pay-per-view because Hogan must pose. He has to do his big poses at the end. And that's how we go off the airs, him pointing at the camera and doing his big thing. A critical observation, though, that's apropos of nothing. He could, no, he could never have won a bodybuilding contest. Well, no, never. he's a power lifter. He got shredded in, in uh, the late 90s, though, mid to late 90s. He did, but his body type, he's, he just couldn't have won. He didn't, he didn't carry enough mass for his height. He's just not. Yeah, he's six six. He's yeah. like six four now. He would have had to be four. He would have had to be literally built like He Man to win. So, well, he was a master of the universe. Well, <laughs> him and Macho got together. Two universes collided. Yeah, 
<laughs> Superpowers collide. The and they shook their hand. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm, yeah. Mega powers explode, brother. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest coked up fucking interviews ever. <laughs> Even Mean Jim Oakland was on coke by the end of it. <laughs> he got coked by proxy. <laughs> oh, then this really seems like something great. <laughs> Yeah, I want to play more. If you guys, uh, anybody got a wedding or a bar mitzvah, you'd like me to play? Bot mitzvah? Or a bot mitzvah. Uh, a quinceanera. I'll Ooh. do that, too. But just be aware, I'm not learning anything stupid. I'm not going to play Rascal Flats. You can suck my dick. You're going to get the songs <laughs> that I wrote and maybe a Neil Young song or two thrown in there. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, you could easily, if you're willing to compromise, and I know you're not, and I'm glad, you know, play covers and shit. That's what people... People go out to bars and they, you know, it depends on which bar you go to. If you go to some corny fucking college idiot bar, they, you know, they're not going to want to hear Skinner, but they're going to want to hear fucking, I don't know, throw out some garbage shit that people like to hear. And the Beatles. No. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. Led Zeppelin. That's one of the references in that one song. Yeah. And I'm just saying that I, I, I was. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for a little bit more disappointment, but probably more personal satisfaction if you just play your own stuff. Yeah, I've done. I played Chimney Corner for years, and I would mix in covers. Of course, I only do cover things that I like. Right. But um, it's a lot more satisfying to play what I did yesterday, 45 minutes, 50. I think I did 50 minutes, than to play three hours and get $65 at the end of it. It's you're tired at the end of it. Right. You're completely spent. I'd be done by nine o'clock. I'd go home and go straight to bed. Yeah. It's a lot more satisfying to get up and rip through twelve of my own songs. All right. Good night. Thank you very much. And then I get a free meal from the Secret Sandwich Society, which was fantastic. I'm sure. Yeah. Shit, their food is fucking outstanding. I've never had it before. I got. Would the, you? Would you get? It's got the Roosevelt. What is in the Roosevelt? What's on that one? Well, let's look it up. Mm. So I know it's roast beef. It might come with a mint jelly. No, no. I got. I, think I had the Washington one. <laughs> I got uh, what? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing Chuck said in a long time. A mint. Jelly. That might have come with the mint jelly. <laughs> no, I, I won't eat something with a mint jelly. I'm just saying I, I know one of their sandwiches because when I when I read it, I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> the Roosevelt. <laughs> now this no, is a God no. This is a twelve dollar and fifty cent sandwich that they gave me for free. This is what JMO recommended. JMO stayed with me the entire time we sat and hung out. It was fun. Aww. Um <laughs> It's Roosevelt. The Roosevelt is roast beef, bacon, horseradish, mayo. That's what Hell I was yeah. White That's, cheddar, oh shit. lettuce, tomato, red onions on a toasted baguette with their own God homemade damn, so potato chips. I really great. broke the uh, the diet yesterday because of that, and it was it was fucking Man, good. It smells good. Yeah. It smells yeah. good. <laughs> it smells good. Yeah, that sounds good. I had the George Washington one. It has like green apple on it. It's like ham with green apple. Washington ham, Again, I can't ham, white cheddar, green apple, rosemary, mayo, greens on a toasted baguette. I can't good. do fruit on my sandwich. No, I promise it's so good. It Is was it like sl- sweet, sliced and, thin. Yeah, it's like I, a sweet savory. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, you know just if I try it. apple on a sandwich. Well, well, okay, I mean, I could, I could, I'll, I might give it a shot. But again, you gotta step I out of your comfort zone. I haven't started shop. eating. What is it? You gotta step out of your comfort zone, sir. Step out of your comfort zone. Sure. He just did a double take, <laughs> cartoonish double take. That was amazing. Um, but 
No, it, my, the thing about eating, you know, the fast and eating a, a largely protein diet is that your, your your taste buds aren't constantly bombarded by sugar, mm-hmm. which kills your fucking sense of taste. Cliff bars, I used to not be able to eat them because I thought they taste too healthy. Now it's like eating candy, mm-hmm. yeah, like Cliff a, bars a smeared in peanut butter. Sugar. I know, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying that you know, it's better than a candy bar. It's got a lot of good stuff in it too. It's better than so, Snickers, even yeah. though is Snickers the goat candy bar. The greatest of all time. That depends on. I, I really like a Milky Way. That's my go-to. It's all nougat. I, I might be. I, like I might be in with Elena. I like the nougat. Oh, what about the, a three the mid, the midnight no. Milky Way is is quite yeah a treat. yeah. I like the dark chocolate. Dark chocolate with. I don't milk. consider Reese's a candy bar. Reese's cups, but no. they do have one of those candy bars that has like the uh, Fifth Avenue feeling. Yeah. Filling in it like Fifth the, Avenues have fallen off. Have you eaten the, one of those? They're kind of rough right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder what the fuck happened. The the Butterfinger, the new Butterfinger. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. You go ahead and lay a finger on my butterfinger. I don't but care. I think all of our taste buds have changed. Like I can't eat candy anymore. Like I was saying with that bag of sweet tarts, I kept eating them. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> they weren't good. I was like, I bought the fucking things and I'm eating it, and I'm like, I did eat a um, an orange slice last like night. Like the can? Well, yeah, I have okay. some oranges. They they gave me in their uh, swag bag. No, like the candy. Like the candy oh, God, I hadn't had one in so long. They were good. fresh and they were so good. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are delicious. Candy. I like the watermelon ones. That's like my go-to. If I'm going to do candy like that, it's like the old style candy. It's it probably going to be lemon drops. Hmm. All right. I like, I like, some lemon, I like drops. lemon drops with the uh, confectioner sugar dusted on them. Yeah. 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 Those are. My dad used to always get. You ever heard of a candy candy uh, flavor called whorehound? Yes, I like it. Aaron likes That's it. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's fucking. He likes it. It's like licorice fuck cherry or something. <laughs> licorice is delicious. so gross. I like, I like hard, uh, the uh, the black licorice hard <laughs> candy also. Oh, God. He's a psychopath. Do you like black jelly beans too? No, I like the hard candy li- black licorice, but like uh, when it comes to this, the. Nah, no, not a real I don't know how that happened. Hmm. I do have another favorite thing. Oh, go I ahead. After we left there, we went to the 304. Oh, The word. place John's been talking about. I wish he was here. It was awesome. Um, we got wings. The pork skins, man. The pork skins. They're like fresh and they, they have come this. come out cracking. Yeah, they and they have this. pull them out of the oil. I can hear them cracking? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. And um, we, we got the Cajun ones. Or no, the buffalo ones. And they have like a pimento cheese, like cream cheese spread mm-hmm. to dip them in. God damn it. I'm so. God, Everyone I, needs to I go hate there. doing this show because we're all former fat asses. And we talk about I'm still very, I'm still technically <laughs> medically too. obese. Me too. Oh, whatever. Me you, too. You're both you're both good. No, I don't want to hear it. But I'm saying But a very low carb dinner. Yeah. It was very good. Bruh. Really recommend it. After I ate the sandwich, I stayed there till like six o'clock, then I went and did my grocery shopping and there was fights on. So I got a bag of farm rich cheese sticks. Yes, Fuck yes. yeah, dude. God. And a uh DiGiorno's thin crust pizza. I went nuts. That's what I was saying. To complete the thought, I have to come here fasted, and he talked about all this fucking food. <laughs> That's why I attack your fucking pork rinds like a madman when I fucking I, I gotta eat something. And yeah, we went off the rails last night too. We got. I'm uh, back on the rails today. Cookies I made a, and ice cream. Cookies and ice cream. I made a chaffle uh, sandwich with uh, bacon and cheese, and tonight I'm going to have a giant ribeye. Mm. I'm going to have. Uh, I've got some cod I cooked. I got to eat. That's the saddest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it's just the way he delivered it. I got some cod I cooked that I'm going to eat. I got some cod. Uh, have you ever had cod? It's, yeah, fine. it's fine. No, it isn't. There's nothing fine about 
fucking caught. <laughs> if you dip it in batter and then drop it into a deep fryer and have hush puppies is how to, it's delicious. If you eat it cooked in a fucking pan with coconut oil, convincing yourself it's going to make it taste different. No, it doesn't. It still tastes like it just fucking adds a cod. little bit of coconut flavor. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is bland. Put some bland lemon to me. pepper on it. And no, no. Spice that shit up. Fuck that. You can make it fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make cod fun again. <laughs> We're taking it back. I knew you were going to do that. That's a good one. Take back our cod. <laughs> no, and then I got cans. I got cans. Oh, I got a rotisserie chicken. That's what. Oh, I'll eat. hell a yeah! Chicken. I eat an entire. Yep. If I if I get a rotisserie chicken, it's not making it past fifteen minutes after I get home. Well, but I wonder how much so protein is an entire rotisserie chicken. I tell you what's let's, good let's is you take up. one of those bad boys, throw it in the fridge, leave it in there for a couple of days. Chicken salad. Pull it out, shred it up, make your chicken salad. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. Me and Jamo were talking. Um, everybody that played yesterday sort of had a gimmick. Oh really? Like the one guy played barefoot. Oh. Everybody had a hat, like a weird hat. One guy had like a newsboy <laughs> cap. Uh, one guy had like a big, uh, like a big, um, sort of a uh, what do you call that? It goes on your head. Cowboy. It's almost like a cowboy hat, but it's more like a like a big fedora. Okay. Mm. I don't really, really know what to call it. Like a uh, rancher hat. Yeah. Or like something? a Neil Young hat. Like a Neil Young hat. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another guy. The two guys. That one guy had a toboggan, and the, the other guy had like a trucker hat with a bush light T-shirt. And like I was like I don't, I don't have a gimmick I'm just I kind of look like I just got off work. And no, was, and no, you look like, no, no, you had your jeans and stuff on you. Just, yeah, you had your jeans <laughs> stuff on. But you had the jeans like an, Andrew <laughs> and, slacks. And my best friend Andrew, like he was wearing like dark, uh, dark jeans with a dark. Uh, he had like a rockabilly Yeah, feel. that's his deal. Yeah, and he had like a scar. He looks like he could be a former member of Social Distortion. Yeah. I don't have a gimmick. We got to come up with a gimmick for We you. were thinking like funny hat. Like, remember the hats Jeff Ament used to wear in Pearl Jam? Like yes. velvet hats yeah. that come down like a bucket hat, but it's not really together, so it kind of falls over. I know what we could do. We could ha- make you a pair of pants out of stuffed animals like fleas to wear. Yes. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> remember when you used to wear those? I don't no, I do not. That at all. Then he was saying. <laughs> so fucking stupid. He, he was saying, like, Woody, Woody, with you. <laughs> Woody Guthrie had this machine kills fascists on his guitar. He's like, you could do something like that. And I go, this machine kills faggots. <laughs> and then I was like, no, this machine kills, comma, faggots. <laughs> so the, the machine is calling you faggots. <laughs> it doesn't kill faggots. It kills indiscriminately. <laughs> That's great. That's a good conversation. Uh, All right, here we go. Protein in a rotisserie chicken, 165 grams of protein. In a whole rotisserie chicken? Yeah. Hell yeah. You'd think a little bit more, wouldn't you? No, that's that's pretty good. And you got to fucking gnaw through all the breast too. Uh, it's like it's my least favorite part. They should just sell a rotisserie chicken where they just take the breast out and give you extra thigh and leg. Fuck yeah! They need to breed that. <laughs> Get on that just science. Th- Some kind of legs. Kentucky fraud organism. We're on the marketing for that. KFO. Uh, Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? I sure do. Let's find a song to come in with. I don't like how you're looking at me. Right uh, it's not. It's not okay. okay. <laughs> it's the boss. 
Travis Tritt did a great cover of this song. Travis Tritt was my first concert. That's, that's so well, jarring. Great. I know what I'm saying. It's just not. Was you. it at the State Fair? Yeah. My first concert was Tanya Tucker and John Anderson at yes. the State Fair. I'd never been to. Tanya Tucker apparently put out a great album this year. Really? Yeah, with uh, Shooter Jennings was the producer. But this is a great song. R slash Scary Bilbo. <laughs> R slash Scary Bilbo. I know yeah. what that's from from the movie. Yeah, it's it's when he reaches for the yeah, ring yeah. and he makes that face, but people puts him on like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see it. Where is he? Oh, oh God, they put it on his face. <laughs> yeah. Or slash scary. Hold on, let me, go. let me find another good one here. Oh, yeah, Like this one. Scary <laughs> 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 uh, Bilbo. Oh, that's a good one. Jesus That God. looks like it's... Uh, it kind of fits. That's fucking... Oh, God. <laughs> it's disturbing. There's a level of muscularity on a woman that... It also oh, depends. that's what's throwing you off on that picture. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the whole thing is jarring, but I'm saying the, you know... That's the whole crew there. <laughs> I love it. I think it's pretty great. God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh god. Spin me around, throw me over, and get sucked That's right, folks. <laughs> Once again, it's time for the period report. America's favorite segment. <laughs> With Elena. I am not on my period. What? 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 Word? Word. You heard? You heard me? With heard. (laughs) (laughs) You heard with (laughs) heard. Fuck yeah, Elena's no trash coming from her gash. No. What is it? Precipitation coming from her baby baby making station. station. Let me see. Hold on a second. Let's see if it'll work over this. Where's the fucking soundboard, bruh? Bruh. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that family. <laughs> I really need to beat my pussy. My pussy. My pussy. My pussy. My pussy. Listen to the sound. What a day. I'm so spent. I'm so tired from rocking the house. You know? Thanks to Adam Bryant for coming and his mean wife. His extremely mean wife. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't meet her. I didn't meet her. She, she was, was the, out there for like a second. She was the mean lady. <laughs> she was really nice. That looked at me like I had a fucking porcupine growing out of my dick. Do in, you? In her defense, I have a porcupine growing out of my dick. <laughs> 
Adam Bryant came, gave me a big hug. We made out a little bit. Neat. His beard's really bristly on my balls. <laughs> oh, he blew me too. <laughs> so there's that. Did you make out with Adam Bryant? Not this time. Did you give him a handy though? No. Whenever you give another guy a hand job, do you spit in your hand before you start? I shrinking? checked his oil. Oh. Oh shit! You guys got in a wrestling match then? Yeah. Hmm. Who won that? Me, of course. He is a a weakling <laughs> and, un, and a hashtag uneducated moron. He is a beta. I mean, come on. He is a cuck. Adam Bryant, you're a cuck. <laughs> JMO came out. JMO's the weirdest, funniest dude I've ever met. I think he is really he's awesome. <laughs> I love the the red audio, the the style of music he brings to is just so off kilter in some ways, but it's awesome in so many others. And Jamo is an adequate bassist and an adequate, uh, what do you call that? Uh, synthesizerist. Synthesis? Synthesis. I like that. Synth player. Make I guess. it. Synth, 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 synth lopper. Better <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hinkle. Scott Hinkle fucking sucks. <laughs> Scott Hinkle can suck a fart out of my dick. <laughs> I love watching Chuck and Scott interact. <laughs> you guys should just get an apartment together. I'm serious. It's weird. Give me a sitcom. Mm. <laughs> Except for it's not like there's no conflict because you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's like no yeah. The, just laughing at each other. Just sitting around telling me jokes. I'm laughing. <laughs> just sitting around quoting Anchorman. <laughs> yeah, it's Sex Panther. You get it? Yeah. It works 60 percent of the time every time. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> You're like a black person watching. <laughs> Watching a magician. <laughs> oh, God. You're like an audience member at Def Jam just running around your chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, if everybody was you, Scott would be the biggest comedian in the world. <laughs> but I say his demographic is people my age who are me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the show. It's been episode 252. Anybody got a song they'd like to go out on? I've got a couple new songs. Find your... Let me get this. It'll take another 25 minutes for me to find this plug. Man. We can do that in post. Oh, Jesus, Harold Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sing around the entire wrong way, Aaron. <laughs> you weren't helping. <laughs> yes, I was. Anyway, thanks for listening. Tell other people to listen. Don't be stingy with this shit. <laughs> Who is this? The hippos. Is this ska? No. Ska has a certain beat. This is this is just punk with horns. Close enough. It's ska. <laughs> it's ska, Jason. Go buy the t-shirts, tpublic.com, slash user, slash pillowfort radio. And go fuck yourselves. Saying, no, I can't believe it. Will I ever make it?
say no 